and welcome back to Scout Talk, everyone. Today's episode, we'll be discussing the latest patch from Escape from Tarkov, patch 13.0.0 with streets and all the new features and mechanics and whatnot. Giga, how's it been going for you, man? You've been getting in that grind? Yeah, so I've been, I've been getting on the grind. I'm back on the early wipe hype. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. exciting for content creators because there's lots of things to talk about and it's, it's easy to make content when the game kind of provides it for you. And I'm doing the, the thing that I did last time, which is how I enjoyed it the most, kind of combining like, you know, work and play or whatever by making something daily because it's there's enough to say that you can do that for at least. I think last time I went for like 10 days or something. But anyway, so it's just like video in the morning, streaming into the evening and then repeat, repeat, repeat for as long as I can muster the energy. Because after a while, yeah, either the stuff becomes like harder to to make. Um, it's a bit like the the content kind of goes with the almost like the pmc's level you know what i mean like the first it's just <laughs> yeah. like you know you're like you don't want for day one yeah. you're like level eight and then next day you're like level 13 and then you're level 16 and then 18 and then mm. each day you kind of like you start maybe you only get like one level and stuff and then you get to like the sort of 25 30s and it's just you know then it starts to be the slow grind and it's that's when it's kind of kind of pulls back so we'll keep it organic but uh dude i i've had i have had literally the single worst start to any wipe ever of all time, except That's... maybe the very first wipe that I did. How so? Uh, I mean, at one point we were down at a thirty percent survival rate. It was okay. That's rough. pretty rough. I had yeah. I had like a two or three hour period where I literally just died over and over and over and over and over. And does I was that, like, oh, I was like, does that survival rate include, include scav or is it just PMC? No, it's just PMC. Okay, it's just PMC. So it was it was pretty bad. I mean, I didn't play very much scav because. Scav, Scav's actually pretty nice when you're making content at the moment because it's the problem with Scav is that it's very distracting, right? And you're like, oh, I just want can do a Scav run, get some stuff for free while I'm doing something else. But um, it takes basically between like 12 and sort of 20 minutes to get in on the Scav on basically on pretty much every map. Like some maps, yeah. sometimes they're a bit lower. Like maybe you can get into customs in eight. It depends on the player traffic volumes, and because we can't see it as a right. As a player, it's very, very hard to know. And I think there was some people speculating, and I had this thought as well, of a potentially good idea, which is, you know, scav on a random map. Like, I, I, would, be, yeah. I would be willing to help balance the queues yep. by saying, just put me wherever. If you, you yep. know, put me wherever is the shortest queue, which would be really cool. But um, unfortunately, we can't do that. So, yeah, usually for me, it's about 15 minutes to get into any map, in factory included. So... That's actually quite useful because it means that I'm not tempted to just constantly be like poking the scav button while I'm supposed to be making videos and stuff. So, um, I yeah, see. So it's, it's pretty much all PMC so far. And oh my God, dude, it was just, it was so bad. It was like, it was like the classic Tarkov thing, right? It's like, you don't wear a helmet, you get shotgunned. You wear the Ratnik, someone clips you in the jaw. You mm. go, oh, I only, I've only got a TC2000 left, but at least it's class four. You get hit in the ears. Like the one time I went fully geared, I got lower naped by a guy who picked up uh, BP. <laughs> I was like, honestly, it was just like thing after thing after yeah. thing. It was crazy. And like everyone I played against was just like God gamer. You know, I like had a fight. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Just like, you know, like early, early fight on customs across the river over by the junk bridge. Right. I'm on one side and the other guy's on the other. And he just like snipes me out head eyes with, with nine mil PST out of like an MP5 or something. I'm just like, what the frick? Like I'm just like getting my aim on and he's just like snap you're dead and then i had one in the fob on woods where i was like opening one of the crates is it's the you know the section where there's there's a 
it's like quite tight and there's like lots of little medical bits. If you're coming from Sawmill and you go to the Emicom fob section, you go through these like barricades and just to your left, there's like a big crate, a big wooden box that you can open. I was, does that, does that sort of make sense? Like if you, yeah, um, if you're coming, which, which Emicom, which map on woods? So this is, this is woods. Yeah, this is woods. Oh, if you the, okay. Down, that, that, the, the, the fob station, the big one, the new one. Yeah, the new one. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And if you're coming from sawmill side and you go through like the big concrete barricade bit and you go around to the left, there's like a couple of containers with medical stuff in it. But then there's yeah. a, a big wooden crate and it's near the outside perimeter wall. I could hear somebody trying to jump. Oh, and I, I think I, I saw like, this I, clip. <laughs> did you see it? Yeah. And I took, was it I, in like, your video? Uh, yeah. I took like one jump to have a look over the top and literally the guy just motioned me through the head as I jumped, like I didn't even la I like, it's not like my feet even clipped onto the thing. And I was like, stood there. Like I literally just jumped, didn't clip onto it and then went down again. Mm. And like with the small amount of desync, it was like, I went up, I went down and I died. And it was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so yeah, the, the first day for me was absolutely horrendous. Um, you know, it was just like, you see on Twitter, people are just like, yeah, you know, we've played, you know, 11 raids and survived 10 of them and we're level you know whatever and i was like i might, i actually like normally it doesn't bother me i was like i actually feel quite bad people coming in chat being like so are like any of the quests different i'm just like dude i've been playing for like five hours <laughs> i've been on the first quest. Yeah. I was like well, i only complete the introduction i was like That's i need funny. a toss i need one more one one three three because like i just can't buy it off fence and every time i come back he's like not near cooldown dude it was just like the worst of it was the worst of times but we managed to pull ourselves out of the hole a little bit and we're grinding back. I mean, the survival rate's still at 50%, so it's not, not amazing. It but... is good. Oh, it's, dude, it's, been, it's been a bit of a struggle, but I think we're, we're now on a bit of a, we're on a bit of a roll now. We've got some quests to focus on, so it's not too bad. Have, have, you, have you played at all? Have you played, like, at all? Have I think played, I got like, bid, or? three raids under my belt. Okay. I probably have more time in offline raid than I do on online raids. Unless you include queue times, then maybe it's about even. Yeah. Was that on? Well, what do you? Where did you play? Did you play streets? Well, yeah, I went streets like just right the bat. I mean, it's a tradition for me to bring out my best skier on the first ray. Like the, the you know the bear gets the glass four armor, the the ratnik camo floor helmets. You get the RPK. You know about ninety rounds of BP. You know glitter grizzly. You know all the full yards. But it was it was a shit show, man. I brought all my nades to all four nades. It was just like I was getting forty to fifty FPS, dude. Oh dear. Yeah, it was like really bad giga and I was really bummed out <laughs> because I mean, okay, I had to put in perspective a little bit. I was streaming it. So and I know like Lighthouse for example, if I stream Lighthouse, whether it's through Discord or OBS, it just doesn't perform. It's not it's not a good experience. Like it's on that line of being bad slash acceptable. Um but this feels like a really bad experience. And then you add on top of the fact that the map seems to like have baked in rubber banding like with the networking going oh, yeah. on do you know what, have you experienced this at all have you even yeah. played streets is I a better played question played i actually have played streets yeah okay. i've played i've played it i've played it a couple of times probably four times or five times i've not played a lot of streets but actually maybe maybe a little bit more than that maybe maybe five or six but um i've not played a ton just because I mean, we'll get into this but it's just like no quests for streets on the open like, like what but, yeah, I was um, kind of yeah, expecting like, that. Yeah, but... every time I load in, it's just like <laughs> there might be a good reason. Like I literally just can't move at yeah. all for the first like twenty seconds, and then occasionally you get like a uh, 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 like as the network like super stutters or the server's like lagging or something. I'm not sure. 
So there are some issues. Like, do you, is it the same? And under the same conditions, is it the same performance as Lighthouse? I, someone asked me that. I feel like, um, well, if, if we rewind back to 1212, I feel like it's just slightly worse mm-hmm. than that. Um, maybe, maybe a little bit more worse, because I can't say for sure if I was getting 45 FPS on Lighthouse, you know, back when 1212 yeah. first dropped. Like, that's... And I was inside a building, too. I'm just like, damn, dude. This is like... It's... Literally, the memes are true. Microsoft PowerPoint. But anyways, um, so that was disappointment. Plus the audio, man, the audio. Like, I'm sure we'll get into it. But I literally just had I felt like the game was just like doing everything's power to like convince me to not play (laughs) because it's like shitty performance. And yes, I could cut I could cut off my stream and probably get 60 FPS and it'd be like and like a fine experience i mean it feels weird saying in 2022 a first person shooter of 60 fps is like a fine experience but whatever um then you got the the network was shitty because i the the next raid i played you know i just brought i was like fine i'll just bring a shotgun pack a empty container you know like obviously i'm just not gonna be able to like do anything on like i'm probably gonna die so i might as well just get some hideout items in my butt but i shot a guy i came around a corner i heard him right so I came around the corner to like, you know, get the drop on him with my shotgun. Shot him. I think I got like one shot and I started strafing back and I got the other shot and I was behind the wall. And then, because obviously after my first shot, he returned fire and I'm behind the wall and I'm fucking, I'm, I'm dead, dude. And I was like, okay, this is like, ah, uh, dude. I mean, it was like really bad desync. I mean, but I suspect it's just because Streets has some serious networking issues. So like the desync yeah. is amplified is what I'm getting at. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just all those things just made the experience kind of crap for me. Yeah, somebody put in chat, which like reminded me of a few things, and they said the FPS on the streets is twenty five to forty with um, binaural audio off. Did you end up turning binaural off and trying it with it off? Because I'm sure we'll get into the audio, right? Yeah, I know, I know. But but binaural (laughs) off, like for anybody who's having issues, like binaural off apparently is a lot better. Um, There's certain people who are having like literally half their FPS having binaural on. That wasn't the case for me, but I was getting weird, like half FPS for a period and then it would go back to normal. And like it was really, and that's, that stops when I restarted the game. So maybe it was just like a memory leak thing on mine. I'm not sure. So did yeah. you do that? I've heard so many different things. I've heard, you know, turn off binaural, you get more FPS. I've heard, uh, oh, you just need to restart your game because there's a memory leak going on. Um, I've heard binaural off didn't work for me but it worked for this group of people and they have AMD CPUs, you know? So I've, like, I have like someone, uh, I think it was goat actually. I was watching the stream. He was like, yeah, I tried it. And it's like, I get the exact same performance on or, or without. And it wouldn't surprise me if it was some type of like CPU thing. Who, who heckin knows until we like rule out and do some scientific testing. But I immediately turn off the audio after my first match because it sounded like it just, the, the localization was really bad. I felt like, um, it sounded like people were inside my head or like behind me. Like I, I just, I hate it. It was not fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could talk about the audio now then. I mean, I still think that there is an element of us having to relearn. Yeah, totally. I can totally system. see that. Yeah. Because I, my analogy with chat was like, you know, someone just suddenly one day gives you a mouse that mm-hmm. feels different and yep. it's half the sensitivity. And you go, oh, this feels terrible. Like, I'm not getting anywhere near the same KD that I usually do. This new right. mouse sucks. 
Right. And it's like, okay, well, not necessarily, right? The new mouse is different. You're not used to it. You have to take a step back to then take a step forward. And I think that there's an element to that. I think it's probably, I think it's both. I think there's there's definitely going to be bugs because it's brand new. I think we also definitely have to get used to it because it's brand new, you know? And we have to unlearn what we knew from Steam Audio. Like the weird, the weirdnesses of Steam Audio, like the brain's a magical thing, right? Like the yeah. Steam Audio feeds us weird cues. And over time we go, ah, right. that sound means that guy's here. Right. That sound means that guy's here. We make these funny connections in yeah. our own head. Exactly. Um, and work out like what the HRTF function sounds like for Steam Audio, right? It's like all these, all these like crazy technical things. But the reason why they're so technical is because they're designed to allow the brain to understand those sounds in an yes. organic and native way. So we kind of have to like retrain our brains in some way. So I think it's a, a combination of both. Um, it's, it's funny because like, and I've been asked like five million thousand times, <laughs> as you might imagine. But to me, I quite like, I like the way the sound sounds, if that makes sense. I know what you mean. And... And distant sound sounds pretty good. And as I'm like moving through certain areas, like on streets, and you, you know, there's a gunfight going on in another corridor, and you like move past to like a hallway or something, like the sound comes like down the hallway yes. and then it stops. Okay. Like if you dip behind a hill, the sound disappears and stuff. So the way that like, it's really, it's promising. It's really promising. But I do think it's sort of, I'm gl- honestly, I'm glad they released it in this format. That's, this is fine. This is honestly fine. But it is quite funny to me that they were like customs, woods, factory and uh streets uh, 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 and streets is finished and the other ones we haven't done them yet so just have have fun like go best of luck but like the audio is not done so it's just going to be scuffed <laughs> which is funny looking into it um because it, here's the thing i think it's super easy to be like this is absolute garbage like you know and be on like the steam audio yeah. train and I, you know, I get that, but there's a lot of misconceptions about Steam Audio. Like I, I saw in one of your videos, one of the comments, uh, I'm not going to say their name, but they said something to the effect of like, how, you know, why did they switch, swap out the industry standard being Steam Audio for, you know, some other VR data? And if, I was like, dude, there's no way Steam Audio is an industry standard, right? So I went and looked up on Steam DV, and literally like the top. Four games were all Steam games. Dota 2, CSGO. This is like showing you... It's like Steam DV tech, and it'll show you all the games that are using this tech. That nice. being Steam Audio. And all the other titles were like a bunch of VR, you know, obscure things. There was the lab, which is... Like, it. It. it's so, like, not a not an industry thing, right? And it was. it's like... I want to give this the benefit of the doubt. Like, yes, it's, you know, Oculus, VR, but... When you think about it, it makes sense for them to develop something like this because VR, like that's where you would want audio cues and space. Like you would want to have really good audio because when you turn your head in the real life, you want the game to reflect that. You know, you got to render this 360 degrees around you, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's got a lot of potential. And I looked at the documentation and this is on Oculus site related to, I think it's just. Because they have one for Unity, but that's more technical, specifically Unity, like how to, you know, turn this knob, flip, flip the switch. But the general um, documentation for it, they have a couple cool features, which I think is one you were just describing. And I believe it is probably audio propagation. Um, and it provides real-time and inclusion simulation based on game geometry. The goal is to provide accurate audio propagation through scene with minimal setup. You can tag the scene meshes that you want to include in simulation and select the acoustic material for each mesh. Um, it models both indoor and outdoor spaces. It can do asymmetrical spaces. It it doesn't 
it isn't um because there was a line later on saying it's like it can't handle multiple layers if you will i think um but it can do that effect where there's a gunshot down the hall and it can reflect off one surface and that surface could be tagged i think this is like a very you know scuffed way of describing it you know (laughs) i'm not technical in this stuff at all but how i understand it is like it could reflect off that surface and have that like distance gunshot sound you know how it like the guns sound like when you're up close they sound normal but then in certain distances they sound like different you know and it's like oh now my brain can like get used to that be like okay that's x far or whatever you know i can tell it's distance i think that's a really really cool feature that they have now yeah, it is really cool. I mean, it, it makes sense because, like, from a, a wave's point of view, right? Like, the further mm-hmm. the further away you are, the more chance it has to kind of like spread the wave out. If you know what I mean, like, yeah, a yeah, yeah. wave because you like, you hear it like line of sight, but then you also hear it like bounced off Concordia or whatever at the same mm-hmm. time. So it's like this sort of like spread out things. So you can tell partly how far away it is, not just from like the, the volume, but also from that kind of not like muffling, but that kind of like almost it's not really distortion, but yeah, just the sort of spreading out of it from like echoes or whatever, but. Yeah, so I mean, I noticed that, and that was that was pretty cool. But there are some there are some weirdnesses, like when people are. I find it's when people are really close to me, I just so can't really work out where they are. You still have it on the binaural function. I have binaural off now, mm. and I can't tell any difference between having binaural on or off. But I had this like weird memory leak thing, right? And so I was like, look. If people are having problems, like I'm just going to turn it off for now because I don't want it to be like stuttering and stuff. That that actually didn't really help because I kept forgetting to t- restart my PC and I kept getting into gunfights at like 50 FPS on like interchange and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is just like, yeah, that's so frustrating. Yeah. Like, eventually, I remembered to restart my computer. I was like, okay, well, that feels better again. I'm actually getting above 60 FPS now. But it was yeah, it was horrible. It was like a slideshow. Um, but so I turned it off because I think there was something. There was another weird issue which you may also have run into. I don't know. I don't know at the moment. It's just so hard to tell because there's so much going on. But street and people in my chat confirmed this as well. It wasn't just me feeling crazy. So my streets runs at 70 FPS most of the time. Not While you're streaming and gaming? While I'm streaming and gaming. Okay. But it feels choppy. So the FPS counter says 70, but yeah. it doesn't feel right. Something's not smooth about it. And it's felt better since i've had steam audio binaural that's not not steam audio since i've had like the oculus binaural off that now feels better but like other people were saying as well they were like it says like you know 80 90 or whatever from people who like cracked out rigs and they're like but it feels bad it feels like you know choppy or stuttery or so as if there's a 30 fps feel about it for some mm-hmm. reason um and i'm not really sure what that comes from so anyway so I, i've turned it off for the time being and i actually Turned a load of my graphic settings down just in general. Um, this was actually even before the work. Someone was like, you should really try changing your graphic settings. Because like, I had them all on super high from, you know, uh, back in the day when we had DLSS came in the first place and I tested loads of graphic settings and it turned out because I was so CPU limited, didn't make any difference what my settings were. So I just pumped them all up to make the game look beautiful. Well, I did the benchmarks with identical graphic settings. So it's kind of only fair. But it turns out that when I crank my graphic settings down a bit, my frames like keep going, actually. So I've ended up turning them off. So now it's like, you know, I'm like 150 FPS on woods and stuff like that, which is pretty insane. Yeah. So I did that. And so, yeah, streets with all those changes, they, it now runs at 70 or something. Um, I think that's the issue, though. Like if you're if you're only <laughs> at some 50, 60 and then you try to use a scope, then you're down at 40 and then it feels terrible. I think that's the problem. Like you need to be up in like the 80s, 90s. So that then when you scope, it feels good still, because scoping in is a big part of the game. 
and you end up with yeah. the lighthouse effect of people not wanting to play. And playing without a scope is going to be rough later on when everybody's got one. Right? It's going to be hard. I just, I don't know. I, I just, I can't get over the fact that, because what, what graphics card do you have, Giga? I have a 3070. Okay, and, and then you probably get like, what, 20 to 40% utilization, maybe a, a bit higher on like certain maps up in the it's 80s. Usually, I mean, it was, it used to be on, I haven't actually looked recently. It used to be around 50 or so. It depends on what I put my graphics settings to. I still need to fine tune it. But on my old machine, I managed to get it up to like 80, 90 by sticking all the settings up really high. Yeah. So but I'm you're probably not... only 50, 60 now, I would think. But you, when you do that, you don't actually gain frames, right? No, you no, just no. Lose... It just, it just, <laughs> it just, just makes I, the game I, look I, nice, right? It used to stay the same and make the game look nice. I haven't done um, extensive testing with the new CPU, so I'm, I'm not sure yet. But... And, and, and that's like just my foot. Like, I can't do, like, the settings are virtually useless to me. Because I literally mm. can't increase my FPS, dude. Like, have you tried the, the FSR? Might... Um, no, I have not. Be- and that, and that how? But like, how would it help me? Because the only way it could help me is if it could inc- Like, I need to offload my CPU to my GPU, but the game has to do that for me. I can't just like flip a. You know what I mean? Like, why is the game hogging? 80 percent my cpu dude I re- i'm really frustrated because i my gpu is just in at 40 percent, and it's like i can play any other game and you know it will use the gpu close to 90 in like most scenarios like i've cut it on 1440p you know blah, blah blah medium but it's like why won't the game fucking use my gpu dude i like i'm i'm at the point now where if i want a good experience giga i have to take a you know arguably good experience but um because right, I've got I did some I did some stuff and I dug around, did some research, and I got it to around like fifty-five FPS on average, maybe like fifty. So I'm like fluctuating between like fifty and sixty. Um, and it's like once the first two minutes or three minutes of the match went through, it was like okay, you know. Um, but I'm at the point now where I feel like I have to spend. I have like a fifteen thousand dollar machine. You're telling me I got to spend an extra three hundred dollars? To be able to play streets at above 60 FPS to get the Ryzen 5800 3DX. I'm just like, dude, why? Like, what kind of... I, and I, I'm so tired of like, oh, it's a beta. It's a beta. I'm so tired of that excuse, dude. I just, I really wish that we didn't get yeah. streets. And they just optimized it. Like, what while it was finished. What do you have now? Uh, I need to double check because I was actually thinking about that. It's either the fifty eight hundred or fifty six hundred, but I'm not sure. I think the the really the, the the thing that really sucks for people who are either like fifty eight, like fifty nine, five nine fifty, those kind of CPUs is it's like, do you really want to drop like three hundred and fifty dollars on a sideways? upgrade you know what yeah. i mean it's like yeah, it's like the same it's the same cpu it's actually the it was actually worse like the cpu is not as good categorically mm-hmm. but it just for tarkov it loves it yeah and it's like <laughs> god like do we really want to like ah oh, freaking out i mean you can sell your old one i suppose but yeah that's like it's a, it's hassle and then it's second hand like it's just yeah it's just a pain you go well this should run it right like this cpu is not no slouch like it should it should run the game like what is going on that's how I feel. I mean, it, so yeah. it is a 5600. Um, it might be better for the 5800. I mean, it should be because it's more cores and um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people, like a lot of the hardware 
guys say that, um, you know, like the tech reviewers or whatever, like there's kind of a debate about six core versus eight core and like modern gaming, but whatever. Uh, the general consensus is like six core is like plenty, you know what I mean? Um, or maybe the, like the, the bar, but anywho, it's, I'm, I'm just really frustrated, man. Cause I want like, that's, that's the big thing, right? Four, yeah. four years in the making, dude. And uh, now, once I tinkered with some stuff, I can I can get fifty FPS, fifty five FPS, but it's still just like, damn, dude, was it worth it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, let's let's hope we get some more optimizations soon. I mean, I'm I'm still a bit disappointed that they haven't optimized Lighthouse because when Reserve came out, it ran like a complete dog, right? And they well, slowly fixed that and made it better. But Lighthouse still is pretty crappy, right? Right up until I upgraded my CPU, I was getting. Like genuinely, if I point towards the road camp and it's full of people and PMCs, I was getting like twenty-five to thirty well, FPS for the thirty-seven hundred X. Didn't they? Didn't they optimize it by removing rogues? That was their solution. Remove some of the rogues. Like they used to be what two, then three and three, I, and now we just make it like one on each building, and then maybe maybe someone on the ground. Yeah, when they did that, I remember I was like, oh yeah, it, it did get a little better, you know. But I mean, like, okay, that's the, that's the other thing is like that map I can understand them not being able to occlude a bunch of stuff because it's like it's yeah. wood essentially it's just a bunch of like open space this is streets dude i'm inside of a building why am i still getting like day one 40 fps 45 fps it was such a shit show yeah God. No, it's bad it's bad now but um what was i just gonna say i think i was gonna talk back about on the the audio stuff again but i can't remember what i was gonna say about it we were talking about performance binary on and off localization yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's something about. No. Anyway. Anyway, I, well, it'll, it'll come back to me. I'm sure. Well, here's one for you for audio. Um, have you played in dorms yet? Only in two story and only against scavs. So I haven't played a lot in there, but apparently it's good. I hear. I it's I haven't heard it for myself, but it looks like it's extremely good from watching Airwing stream and whatnot. Um, and I don't know if that's a product of. Because that was another thing I noticed in documentation was when it comes to, they have a line specifically for occlusion, which if you remember earlier, um, the, what was it? audio propagation talked about occlusion, but I think it's kind of that like caveat, like it's only one reflective service, like it can't do multiple layers, but here when it says occlusion, sound, sounds interact with a user environments in many ways, objects and walls may obstruct, reflect, or propagate a sound through the virtual world. The SDK, which is the source development kit for this audio, only supports direct reflections and does not factor in the world geometry. This problem needs to be solved at a higher level than the Oculus Audio SDK due to the requirements of scanning and referencing the geometry world. So it would just be like an insane thing for them to like do a 3D scan, which I think is what... Um, uh, 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 Spectator Six was talking about when we had him on, yeah. and he's talking about like Wise Audio, I think, or W Wise Audio. And um, so, anyways, I think that I say all that to say, I think that BSG pulled some magic and got some improved occlusion zones done by them solely, or perhaps the, I, I don't know. So it it sounds really good. It Airwing was like, yeah, you sound like you're supposed to, like, above me. Like, it just sounded natural to him, and, like, he instantly knew, and he was just, like, like a kid on Christmas morning, Nintendo 64! You know, he was just, like, that excited. <laughs> I wonder if he works in the stairwells on the... 
I like when you're going up the metal out. stairs? Or just even inside, like if you're at the top and someone's at the bottom, I wonder if all that still... Uh, well, if that all works now in dorms, I'd be intrigued. Yeah. Intrigued to know. It does seem like it works with open bodies of space better, but that's only like horizontally so far that I've seen, so... I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know. I mean, there are definitely some bugs. Like, I, I've said to people in chat as well, like, like, tons of people have come in and been like, the new audio sucks, like, this is not it, like, oh, it's rubbish, blah, blah, blah. And I've said, look, we can be critical on the maps where they've said it's complete for now. You know, the first iteration is completed and they're, they're night mm-hmm. testing it. And I've had, definitely had some, like, questionable moments. There's one I was showing on stream earlier because we had it on the streets. Ran into the Pinewood Hotel. And maybe there, maybe there's like another scab that just voice lined or something. Maybe I don't know. Like it's not impossible. It's impossible to rule out all the all the things. But I run in, and a scab shouts from my left, and I'm not really paying attention to like my the right side because like I hear that very distinct voice line of the scab shout. Like when they see you, they're going to shoot you. So I run behind the little barricade thing on the inside, like this is kind of like cheating kind of stuff, and turn because <laughs> like waiting to think like oh do I hear footsteps? Am I going to pop out? Whatever. And then I just get. Bang, bang, two shots of PS from right behind me. Mm. And it turns out the scav, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, I've, I've had a look around, like, there's, maybe it was above, like, I, there's no, but there's no windows, right? They couldn't have seen me, or I, I don't know. The scav, I'm pretty certain, was on the right-hand side behind the receptionist desk, but it was really dark over there. And because I heard the voice line as I ran in, I focused all my attention over on the left side, right. and, like, just completely didn't see that on the right. So I just get shot out of nowhere, and I was just like, oh, yeah, there was a scav there, but, like, it sounded like it was coming from the left. And like I had another couple of PvP moments where I was like, I think they're on my right, and then they're actually, or like, I think they're in front, because like I'm trying to look at them to shoot, and then they shoot me from the right-hand side, and I'm like, oh, God, it's like so weird. And I don't know, the, the left and right one in the Pinewood Hotel is 100% wrong if it came from that scav. The other ones are arguable is like, maybe I just need to get used to it kind of thing. But the Pinewood one is just like, it's, it's, it's a clear left audio. And there's, a, there's a brick wall and a door at the back, and there's no scav there. Like, maybe he was upstairs and, and it sounds like he was next to me, but streets should be finished for the audio, so that shouldn't happen. And then I get well, shot, two shots from the scav on the right. Let, let me ask you this, was that pre um, binaural off or post? Or wait, I think whatever. that was with binaural on. It was quite early, okay. so I think I had binaural on for that, I believe. But I've, yeah, I've now turned it off and I haven't had any other weird moments yet, but maybe I'm just getting used to it. I haven't had that many other like super close range fights either. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. sure. I I'm just like from that first initial experience, it it just sounded really everything sounded really off. Um, that was the other thing that was actually very confusing when I was reading this. I'm I'm probably going to like try to DM Spectator Sixty if you can help me. But th- they were talking about um. With when it comes to spatialization, which I think is the HRTF function, it transforms monophonic sound sources to make them sounds originate from a specific desired direction. And so I was like, okay, what does monophonic mean? And it's mono sound, like a single channel, you know, not stereo left and right audio. So I was like, okay, that's really weird. <laughs> like, why that doesn't really make any sense because wouldn't you want it to be stereophonic, like stereo, like the source to be stereo and then have it balance into the right ear. Well, maybe, maybe what they mean is like, maybe, I don't know. I mean, this is, this is a complete guess, right? Sure, like, sure. Maybe they mean all audio is monophonic because it's just a point source. And when it hits you, 
you're just a dot. Mm-hmm. So, but instead, it's doing the like louder in one ear, quieter right. in the other. Very small time delay between the two ears. Mm-hmm, you know, to mm-hmm, like help mm-hmm. your brain, give your brain the cues to turn it into a stereo sound using that kind of VR concept. Because yeah, this is the thing I was going to say. I have an Oculus CV1. So yeah, it's definitely very, very important to get the audio right. And the audio on the Oculus was always very good when I used the, the Rift and like with a couple of cameras. Um, I haven't played around with it for ages. I've had it for three years or something now. And the res is pretty low and VR is kind of like not really taken off. So kind of collecting dust a bit. But it was great fun. I, I had great fun with it for probably about a year and um, before getting a bit bored of it. But yeah, it's, I can see why it would be a good system potentially because yeah, they definitely need something like that to keep your brain tricked in the simulation right. if you you know <laughs> what i mean right like because anything weird like in, in, in vr it's almost like more important because any like weirdness kind of makes you feel a bit oh like, for sure sick and stuff yeah so especially visually but like audio too I'm, I'm sure helps like keep the brain mm-hmm. in tune it's like you have to make sure the brain's happy otherwise you start feeling really quite unwell um so yeah i don't know like, i can see why they've done it and as a lot of other people who came into my chat said I don't know why they've changed it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, they, they hit up against roadblocks that they just couldn't get past, right? And we've got this, the, and somebody was like, I'm, I'm missing my UAV pings from Steam Audio when people are opening doors and scabs in the distance. I was like, yeah, it is quite funny, isn't it? Just like the, the 100 meter scab, just, ah, I'm over here. You know, and then you know that there's a scab there. They're like, I'm missing my UAV. Um, <laughs> but like things like that. So that, that, in, that particular issue, I think Nikita spoke about that and said that they were waiting on a fix from Steam Audio for that. But they're just a client to Steam Audio, right? They need to submit yeah. a bug report and wait and... for it to be fixed because they, no, they have no agency over the program. Yeah. And Giga, like you, gotta, you have to back me up on this. You play Dota 2. You've been around Valve. You know how Valve is about this stuff, dude. It will take them 10 years to update something, like a long forgotten app, and they'll you know, update some random bug someone reported like ages ago like there's a saying like valve time okay it's like unprecedented when it comes to them so it's like to me it's kind of not surprising that they had that issue and i i believe nikita on that because it sounds totally reasonable based off stink yeah exactly so maybe with this like maybe there's more control over the system maybe they have more agency over the inputs and stuff like it might be more you know open source or whatever they can like amend the program as they wish i don't know yeah. but they think that this is the solution and that's why they've changed it because the old steam audio wasn't working it wasn't good enough and it was a roadblock and they were stuck and they couldn't do anything more to it to make it any better which is why we've changed that's the reason why we've changed and yeah we'll probably take some step backs while we get back up but you know what? It's like it's like a you know it's like a it's like a landscape, right? We're like we're at the pinnacle of the Steam Audio hill, which is a very small hill, and maybe the Oculus oh the Oculus Audio is a mountain, a little bit of, but we've mm-hmm. got to we've got to climb down the Steam Audio right. hill first before we can climb to the top yeah, of the yeah. mountain, right? And then get the glorious view from the top in seventy years when we're all you know on our pensions <laughs> and whatnot. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. You know, yeah, I'm reserving judgment. I'm, I'm with we'll, you there. Yeah, I'm I'm hopeful about it. Um, I would love yeah. to l- learn more. Um, but yep um it is it is a growing pain yeah, now exactly. you've had time what level are you 12 12 what do you mean you're not level 32 you've already unlocked bp what the heck i thought you were a giga gamer didn't I? so I, really, I, I was really hoping i'd have the flu by day three honestly but yeah. it, like i got set back so so much that it's just it is what it is like dude i, I played the first day from 3 p.m until one in the morning and uh, I got to level seven. 
which I thought was actually pretty poor. To be honest, I got stuck at level four for like an eternity. Yeah, I was uh, like, I, I, mean... I played like I played like six raids at level four. Yeah, and I was you... like, I was like, like sneaking in like seventeen XP, twenty XP. I had like five hundred XP to get, but I just kept getting shot in the head by like other players. It was insane. That's the thing when you die, man. You get like no XP, and you got to think about the time you spent getting up, the time you spent loading into raid. Okay, he, like the ratios there can't be good. So even though you played however many hours, eighteen hours, how many of that were you actually in the raid gaining XP potentially? Yeah. And PMC queues were still like six to eight right. minutes on day one. So scav queues are still crazy, but PMC queues like they've gone back to like two minutes now, but they were like six or eight minutes. Um, and then you, know, you go like 20 minutes or whatever, and then you die and you're like, oh, I'm doing another 10 minutes of queuing after loading up. Yeah, it was, it was, it was bad. So yeah, I'm level 12. Um, what, was, what was the thread that you were going on before? Well, I was curious um, because I, I mean... <sighs> I was just, I, one of the first things I saw was that, because I didn't really play day one. I was trying to like do some more work stuff. And I was like, I might play later. Um, but I saw that PS got moved. I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, because <laughs> we spoke a couple episodes ago. It was like, yeah, you know, the PS, SKS, one, VPO 1 and 3, those are like pretty good guns. Um, so yeah, what, what, what else has kind of like changed up in the, actually, I watched your level one traders video. So I know a little yeah. bit. Yeah, which has got most of the points in there. I mean, it's it seems to me that the overarching feel, and I think this is good, right? That you can't just use everything straight out of the box. Like, there's there's more variety now because there, some things have been brought lower. Actually, so like the AK seventy four U, you used to not be able to get until you completed debut. You can buy that right. for cash now, and now it's the seventy four UB with the suppressor that gets unlocked with debut. I mean, it's really expensive. It's like seventy oh, k, okay. so it's not worth it. But it means you can buy a seventy four U straight off the bat. I mean, it's a pretty basic gun so I, I think that's fine but the best rounds that you can buy is t but then you can buy you can find you know pp like bp bt all over the place and so if you find any of those then you're kind of rocking like I've, i'm actually going to switch over i've been using the ppsh a lot just because it's funny and they've brought the drum mag onto level one traders from prepples it's only mm -hmm. 17k and you can run the 71 round drum with lrnpc in it whatever and it's dude it's freaking wild it's so good um so when i'm when i lose that next because i've played a lot, a lot of raids with that actually when I lose that, I'm going to go back to the 74Us, I think, because you can buy 30 rounders for 545, and then you can just put, you can put like T underneath, or like 10 Ts at the bottom, and then 20 like BPs, PPs, PPS. Like even PS has got 27 pen. So it deals with class three, and like not everyone's wearing class four. Like I've not, I don't know whether I've seen as much class four this wipe, and I think that's because scavs still and i've said that i hate the scavs having class 4 armor which is really really annoying like it sucks for the player too like i've, I've fought against a ton of scavs with class 4 armor recently and it's just impossible to kill them with like so many of the rounds it's really you basically need ps to kill them which is like really annoying yeah. um but then it means that loads of players end up getting it but in this wipe no one's able to play scav because you can only play four raids no it's actually i was going to say four raids an hour but it's it's 15 minutes to queue and but then you're back on the basic scav timer right so you're at 20 minutes for your scav to reset after you've extracted, and you've got to play the raid. So it's like 15 minutes queue. You've got at least a 35-minute like turnaround time plus the raid time. So you're basically like one scav an hour. It's like really inefficient. You can play three PMC raids in that time. So people are being forced to play loads of PMC, and so I'm seeing like nowhere near as much class 4 armor just because of technical reasons, not because they've changed anything with the game structure, but because nobody can play Deal scav now and so you, you can't just yeah you can't just like because previous previous wipes i've just farmed factory scav to just get class fours just sell all the others sell all the class threes slowly my the bottom of my stash just fills with those like ceramic class four rigs and then i just take them into every pmc raid 
but that's not the case now. Like I've only got maybe two or three of them. And that's because I was like editing my video this morning and I was literally just pressing scav interchange and it would just sit there for 15 minutes while I was like writing my script. So I was like, it's efficient to just use that queue time like while I'm actually doing something. Like I'm not on stream, right? Like I, I hate to sit there for 15 minutes on stream. It's just, I feel like I want to be playing my PMC. Right. So anyway, um, so there's less class four. So I think that that's made it a bit more interesting to see some of these other ammos become like much more usable. Um, and like they moved 855 as well. Like you get a ton of 855. Like that's not really as critical because 855, uh, you're only really using it if you're USEC because you get some guns that are good with it and you get like the org and um, with the gift. Uh, and then you've also got the MDR. So outside of that, I mean, you could buy the ADAR, I suppose, but like you get so much 855 because you get like a 16 bazillion stanag mags full of 30 rounds of 855 so it's not really a big deal and bears aren't buying it anyway because they're not normally buying those guns so that doesn't matter too much but now we've got we've got ps we've got 855 we've got nine mil pst those are all on level two traders sometimes you can grab them off fence and also because the, the thing we speculated about right leaving t45 on proper one with 30 pen right. well, they took that to proper two as well which was that was that always on Prepper 2 or? No, that was T45 was always on Prepper 3. I mean, actually, I don't know. Or was it on 3? U- US is on 3. Okay. US yeah, yeah, yeah. T45 was the Trace one. I, I'm not sure whether, like, no one ever bought it, right? Because PS is on Prepper 1. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it was always on 2. I don't know. I feel like that's unlikely. But anyway, I, I thought that they might move T45 okay. to Prepper 1 to be the base ammo and then move PS up. But they've moved both up. So T45 is still useless. But like, it, from a game perspective, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Um, it just means that those those guns are now really really tough to run because there's not many ammos within seven six two right. We've got there's HP which absolutely sucks. It's like total garbage, like fifteen pen, and then T forty five at thirty, PS at thirty five, and then BP forty five, sorry forty seven, and then MIA but like yeah, it's finding raid only. So that caliber is like much more limited now. So you have to really choose between like, if you find some PS, now you can use those guns. If you don't, then you either have to choose something else, or you can run the 209 with the, with the 366 ammo. But the, that's got way more recoil, and the pen's only 30. So it's like using a, a it's like using a 136 without the stock with T45. But you can buy it from the traders. So it's like, you know. Eh. There's lots of choices. I was seeing an interesting Woods meta. There was a lot of people with SKSs and like PSO scopes on it, but they had mm-hmm. a bunch of HP ammo, which I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting because like you'd basically trade, you know, armor pin for a high powered optic and a rifle, you know, because yeah. and the accuracy that you may get with that. I mean, I don't know stats off my head, but I assume the SKS is probably more accurate than the. The, uh, the, the, the 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 366 rifle i think so yeah i can't remember um i think so but, so yeah i mean that's potentially interesting you shoot them in the leg once because like no one's pre-pained and then you can take free shots or you just go for headshots head- yeah you could go for headshots too anything really yeah that, that also kind of works the other thing that i've seen though is just like the mo- the motion is back baby it's back like they've, they've moved all oh, the- it, just... it is back Dude, it's back. Like I've, they've moved all of the high tier rounds. Like all the good pen rounds are now like hard to get. So everyone's using the Mosin. So many people are using the Mosin, and so many yeah. people are like, oh, it's because it like synergizes so well with getting Sniper Four for the quests later. People I get are like, that. I, feel like I want to use it. Like 
And then anybody who's got class four, you just like rip them through two tap. Like it's no problem. So yeah, I it's not a big deal. Two tap? Like if you miss once, man, like your time to kill is like pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I've been again. In fair fights, I've killed two people with the most in. I've been killed by the most and by one person who I'm like 60% <laughs> sure was cheating. And like the, the one cheater that I thought I ran into. Yeah. And the other one was me getting headshot when I jumped, which was just like a lucky shot from the guy. Um, so yeah, there was been as soon as I heard the Mosin shot go off on one of them, I was just like, oh, the dude's got a Mosin. And I just like just face pushed him around this truck, basically, just like try and catch me in the head while I'm jumping. Eh? <laughs> um, hey. So yeah, I mean, there's downsides to it, right? I can't use it. Oh man, that's insane. Maybe, maybe the Mosin is like the gun because I, the thing that really bummed me out as well in this wipe is that they didn't change the recoil. Like, I, I really didn't have my hopes for it. But when I played the wipe, you know, it's like, okay, we got the starter guns. I was like, I'll go to the hideout and, you know, or I'll go in the offline factory and, like, you know, test out my Sega PP19. And I was just like, God, it's so high, dude. It's, it feels like I'm shooting a, a meta mutant, <laughs> but it's a stock PP19. And I was like, okay, oh, I forgot. I forgot this is what it's like playing early wipe. So then I used the AK. I was like, well, how bad's the AK that I get? I think it's like AK74M. And it's atrocious, dude. It's like I can't, even, I can't even like compensate for it. It's just the re. So I, and I hate that because I feel like the fights. I lived my first raid, right? The forty-five FPS. It was an absolute nightmare. I don't know where I'm at. I, the audio is like literally mind sexing me. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. I got choppy frames, and I hear this player. I don't know what it is. I shoot at him outside the window didn't kill him of course and then he's like giga chatting me dude he's just like jumping the windows and like trying to look in and like you know doing all these like giga chat moves i'm like dude i haven't played in like three months i am not ready for this shit and i got everything in the world going against me at 45 frames so eventually i just like was like fuck it dude i'm i'm not i'm not gonna win this like i'm gonna i'm gonna lose eventually because I got, I'm, a, I'm at a disadvantage of my 45 FPS. So I just try to like scurry out the back. Um, and then I just like ran across. And so I hear him coming and I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have to fight. So we fight. I, we both spray each other. Each of us miss. <laughs> but then he like jumps and repositions by a tree. I try to get behind the tree and then I go to peek, but it's all choppy and shit. And I just get one tap. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, that's, it's like, I feel like that's the, and and I've all of my raids I've died. I've, I've played three. I survived one. The two raids I died, they were all headshots, and it was one shots, oh, yeah. right? And I feel like that's the pinnacle of like what the combat is like. Is whoever gets the lucky headshot wins, dude. Every fucking time, it's because it's just like you can't you can't control this shit, man. And it's always just like, oh, he's dead. Exactly. Okay. Exactly I, look how good I, I am. Last wipe. <laughs> yeah, so exactly good. what I was talking about last wipe. I said exactly the same thing. Like I was shocked going back to early wipe how it's just all it's just all headshots all the time. Yeah. Like it always seems to be like that in the early days. And I don't know whether it's because people are like they know that their ammo sucks, so they're trying for a headshot more, or they're changing. The, I, I I don't know. I'm not sure whether it's just the random chance and just whoever hits the headshot wins. I I, I don't know. But it, I'm not it, really sure. But um, it sucks because it's like if you try to single tap, you're losing out on the advantages of full autoing. Oh, definitely. Like like as far as recoil control is concerned. And mm -hmm. if you full auto, you're basically, you know, wasting half your mag 
to get to like the point where you can actually get on target. It's 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 like feels it just it sucks, man. I that wasn't like top. I like I said, I wasn't anticipating the recoil to be changed, but like because everything else kind of felt like already put me in a very sour taste. That Oz was just like also salt to the wound. So I'm pretty bummed I about thought, that. Yeah, I thought he was gonna get tweaked because they haven't changed it like literally since twelve twelve. <sighs> I mean, it's it was possible, but I was it wasn't like on my you know, it really wasn't on my list of like yeah, yeah this they will need probably to fix the M4 like it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so it's just so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so high. Like it, do- it just doesn't make any sense. But we're gonna have another BP meta again though. I don't oh know yeah, how, I don't know where it is in the queue, but like eventually someone's people are gonna unlock it and then it's gonna be BP again. It's just it's just a shame. Like. Yeah, I don't know. I've kind of like just lent into it this time, and I feel like it's sort of working. I, I got a um i actually ended up with a pp19 from a bear this wipe and i was like hey you know i'll run it like he had um like okp7 like the little nice glass with the chevron mm-hmm. in it and i quite like that that optic and like i don't have one at the moment so i was like let me just run it and i had some really good ways like i had to kill the two man on woods with it and it was but it's just that thing it's just like aim at the head just, just pst them and because i i do have some mp5s but i've sold all of my regular mp5s because they just it's just like the the RPM is just slightly too high, it runs out of ammo slightly too quickly, and it just jumps a little bit too much at the beginning. Yep. Whereas the 19 feels like much more it's stable. A little bit you only better. need to hit one, yeah, you only need to hit one headshot, right? It's not it's not a time to kill thing. It's just a get a headshot and you win. And like no one's wearing a face shield, so that's it, you just win. And uh, yeah, so the PP19 felt really, really good actually. Which kind of surprised me a little bit. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's the headshot meta again. I mean, so did you play streets just the ones? I've only played streets. I haven't you got only, a you've played yet. streets three times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, how did you how did you find the map itself? Like, what did you think of like playing um, on the map as in terms of the map design? Yeah, it's hard to say because I haven't obviously I've only played three. Yeah. But where did you play around? Like, which areas? Um, the area where it was in the original trailer where they're like walking up the street, and it's mm-hmm. like the. It's opposite of the hotel. Yeah. Like that complete opposite side. That's probably like the most area I've played in. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it it's okay. I just I don't really it's hard. I could give you a better opinion if I could play the map more yeah. often yeah. and and have better performance. Probably gonna give you a more unbiased opinion. So. Indeed. Well the thing for me at least was so my experience so far about it is that i think i honestly think the map is like brutal i think the map is super brutal it's almost like the opposite of interchange for me to the same extent it it goes full circle right interchange for me is really tough as a solo because like you can't really flank and you can't really like well you can you can flank but like it's it's hard as a solo to like escape because you can just get like locked down by squads and people can just control whole corridors and you just get like really trapped right very good squad map, yeah. Streets is like the it's like the other way around. Like it's it's so open and so flat that you can't flank and you can't escape and people can lock down entire streets. And I has like there was one spawn in particular where I spawned in a shop in along the middle of the road, right? There was only one way out of the shop and it is through the front, through the glass. So you have to shoot the glass out to get out in the first place. So I shoot the glass out and then it's just all like all scavs in the middle like <laughs> i could just hear like multiple feet running yeah and where am i i'm like look around and it's just all completely unopenable shop front like doors can i go in this no can i go in this one no can i get like well okay well maybe i go over to the foliage 
oh, one on Suka, bang, bang, you're dead. I'm just like, I'm just literally stuck on the street for like 20 meters either side of my spawn point. Like there's literally, there's no cover. Like there's nothing I can go in. All I can do is hide in the original shop that I start in, which and is there's nothing else. Very questionable why you would want, like why you would do that as a designer. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's going to take a lot of learning mm. because the map is unintuitive by design because it's not obvious to know and yet realistic maybe immersive i I don't know but like (laughs) the way it's designed it's not obvious what doors open and what doors don't some doors look like they open yes and there's no interface some doors look like they open but it says breach so it is maybe maybe you can do it but like breach just doesn't like they never put breach doors it's like three breach doors in the whole game right some of them look like they open but then they're locked and you just don't know yeah you just you just don't know which doors you can mm-hmm. go through you don't yep. know which um which windows people could be in and yes. it's gonna, you're gonna have to learn like every window like <laughs> yeah. every focus half of it like almost all the buildings i've been in are blocked from like the first story so it's like you can go up one set of stairs and you can look out and then after that like there's a sofa in the way like on almost every single one now i'm interested to know if there's any places that are higher than that i don't know but most of them are like blocked off so you can't just go up to like the eighth floor and then just be shooting out at people right but again, like, I don't know. I'm not sure which windows can be got into, which ones can't, like who, where people yeah, that's are shooting a, out from or That's whatever. a great point because yeah. that was like my fear is my main fear was I'm going to go outside the play zone and the game's not going to tell me. Like, well, it's going to tell me, but through the means of sniper fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like terrified to cross the street because I remember hearing like, oh, yeah, don't go to this street. Otherwise, mm. you're going to snipe that. And I'm like, God, I don't I don't know where the play zone ends and begins unless it's blocked off by a tank and truck and armored walls. You know what I mean? It's just like some places are like a big sign that just says no snipers, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Some places are like super obvious. It's not the play zone. Um, but sometimes it's not always that obvious. Um, like woods expansion, where when you go to like, you want to go down into the river, it's like, Oh shit, I'm going to snipe that. Okay. I guess I can't anyways. So, um, I see what you, yeah, definitely feel that is the doors. I, that was a big thing. It's like, I don't know which doors are. It's like, oh, okay, this door is. So now I got to look for these types of doors, but not all of these types of doors are openable. So it's very, yeah. I, yeah. Great. It's immersive. Be, uh, how do you say this without, like, the game tells me that a door is openable when I go up to, like, open it. Like obviously in real life, I wouldn't know if a door was like not whatever. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't know that a door couldn't be open or not open unless I tried it. I guess. So I guess it's like immersive in that way. It's just like it just doesn't feel good, man. That's the best way I can say it. I just think that there's a lot of memory work involved, which makes it feel like I I feel like it would be sort of more. I don't yeah I don't know whether it would just be more fair if there was like. This is the type of door that can be opened. This is the type of door that can't be opened. And you could just tell from looking at it. Right, I don't like know the texture. Better. Yeah, no, that... yeah, just have a different texture. It, would, it might not be realistic, but I, I feel like that might just feel better because there was like a, a couple of times that I was just like, I died because I'm like, I don't know how to get in anything. Right. Like I'm just right. stuck outside on the street. I'm literally just on the street and stuck. And there's faceless stretches of things like... forever. In real life, if I really wanted to get in that door, I would get in that door. I would at least try to, like, breach it. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. it's, it's just a video game. Just, like, have a different texture. You know, the doors are, like, they don't have to be a different color if you don't want to go that extreme. You could just have it, like, a beaten down door or, like, 
you know, a rugged looking door is not openable. And then like a clean pallet looking door is like openable. It's like, okay, now I, once you learn that, and you're going to learn that really quick within like the first minute of playing, you're going to try door A, try door B, try door C. You're like, oh, A and C open up. They look similar. That must mean these doors. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like natural yeah. game development 101 or something. I don't know if you guys ever played yeah, any video like, games there's, before. There's a semblance of that in yeah. places because it's like yeah, if right. you have a, a, a crappy chipboard wooden door with like sort of like half blurred posters out on it, that mm. one definitely can't be opened. Right, and you and that's obvious, and you can and you know that after a bit. Yeah. But the others are all kind of like, mm, and some of them it's like some of them you can't even interact with, and they look like real doors. There was one thing that really annoyed me actually. They've used a lot of the, uh, they've used a lot of the model. I mean, this sounds like a real, it was just like a real bitch fest today. But um, they've used a, a lot of the models from some of the existing food and stuff. And I went in one of the shops, and I was just like, oh, it's an apple juice, and it looked like the apple juice model, but it's just like, oh, I couldn't pick it up. It's not a real item. And I was like, I feel like super debated by this. Like, yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, oh, it's like, it looks like the item, but like, it's not, I can't, it's not interactable. Like, oh, oh, I just feel, right. I feel tricked. You know, it feels bad. It's not like, it's not, it doesn't look like it's been drunk. Yeah. But maybe your PMC is just like, oh, it's out of date. Oh, no. I don't know. Yeah. No, but, it's, but yeah, it's a, it's a bitch fest because I'll be honest, dude, I'm not, I want to play the wipe, but I am not like, happy about this wipe like i just i as you said earlier i just feel like assuming everything else is the same like right now as far as the hidden stats goes that hasn't been tinkered with and those were like the primary culprits um yeah. of kind of like the recoil issues in Toronto that came about but assuming you know the availability and pricing is the same it's probably going to be another bp meta you maybe one of the new guns will also be a contender for the meta and i just i don't know if i can handle a third wipe in a row of that because i i like tor basically torture myself using the g36 so much even though it's a shit gun like my teammates are like church it's a bad gun drop it like come on bro I'm like no it's viable you guys it's 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 a skill gun you have to be good you know it's like it's bullshit okay it's trash all right let's be real okay and <laughs> It's just like, man, I can't do another wipe like that, Giga. Why race? At the bare minimum, I'll probably play, but I'm not going to, like, grind it how I've done in the past because I just don't want to race to the end and just be, like, another another BP mana, man. I just, ah, oh, dude, really? I don't know. I'm sorry. That That's my biggest Debbie Downer. It, everything was, like, piling on top, and it's just like, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I think that the criticisms for me come to the fore kind of like just more easily because they're sort of top of mind and it's what we're sort of discussing with chat and whatever. But, you know, the, the streets map, like on the, on the positive side, like it's, it's really well laid out. The map design in and of itself, like the rooms, they feel like they always do from, from BSG, right? They feel really immersive and it feels fantastic. And it's like you know, each room tells a story and it's pretty good. But I think it's, going to take I, th I think this is the thing there's a big learning barrier to the map more so than the others because even on somewhere like reserve right like you can go in all the pawn buildings you can go in any of the other buildings like you can you can sort of know i could be sniped from any of these windows whereas on streets like i need to learn which ones can and cannot be sniped from and i need to learn how to navigate I, I think it's the thing N navigation around streets and just positioning yourself on the map is going to take a lot of it's less, it feels less organic and it's going to be a lot more um, 
effort to just like learn how to move around the map without getting killed because it's just like oh i know that there's a room in here that i can run open the door and then like take refuge for a minute and then run take because you don't want to be running down the street for like you know however long but once once you get past that i think the map's actually going to feel pretty good um i think that i'm even more incentivized now to like play the map more so that i am not behind because something like reserve something like lighthouse you could kind of learn later and it was not really that big a deal like lighthouse especially i actually found was pretty chill a lot of the time whereas streets is really going to be sweaty like people are gonna especially if the spawn points are like on the other one i don't know how they are yet precisely but i can imagine some of these spawn points are going to be bad they're going to be There's really bad supposedly one run. where you spawn and you turn around or look somewhere and you can see the other person yeah and shoot it's going to be there's going to be or at least there's going to be ones where you can like spawn in and just like sprint up to a little bit of high ground like up by i'm thinking up by the theater kind of area you go up there and someone's just like coming out of the you know one of the shops or something right. and you just can shoot at them and there's freaking nowhere for them to go yeah like you know there's gonna be there's definitely gonna be situations like that but i don't know i haven't explored all the map yet i haven't really been around like the pinewood hotel and all those kind of places yet which is um but it remains to be seen there's a lot of the map left to explore i feel like there's more maybe there's more to explore than than um than lighthouse and we're going to get continuous expansions as nikita said full streets so we'll see we'll see also did you hear that like um both killer and gluha apparently have been on streets so far that's what i heard which is interesting yeah, yeah. i don't know whether all the bosses can be on there or whether it's just those two i don't really know but i think lots of shenanigans are going to go down on streets we're going to just have to see but um it's going to take a lot of learning honestly like it's actually going to be a lot more work than the other maps to be proficient i think so what should we move on to next i do think yeah i don't know i don't i don't want to play too much should we talk about like lightkeeper a little bit <laughs> yeah I, I was thinking that yeah yeah so that's I, actually fun <laughs> well <laughs> so that was the first thing i did day one is i went offline mode i was like i want to go see the lightkeeper because that was that was the one thing on my list that I wanted, and they teased us like, okay, surely he's here, guys, surely. So I went there, and okay, I'm warning spoilers if you don't want to be spoiled about Lightkeeper stuff, you know, skip this section. I'll church put a timestamp right here, right now, okay. And then yeah, skip to that section there, okay, whatever. Audio listeners, sorry, you're cucked. You just have to fast forward <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> The the bridge that leads to the like Keeper Island is just filled with claymores, as I found out. At first, when I walked there, because I'm an offline mode, mind you, no AI, I was mm-hmm. like, oh crap, did I actually turn on AI and Zorachi's got a GL? <laughs> like, I didn't know what was happening. It's just getting blown up. Then I, then I saw, I was like, oh my god, there's claymores here. And it was very like frustrating because I was like, okay, well... It's classic BSG. They got me, you know. It's like, okay, I I know. I gotta like, it's BSG. They're gonna troll me. So now I need to go on the sides where it's more dangerous, you know. And it's like that will probably be the path. But no, there's claymores on the sides or like the barricades of the shore at, which is like weird how that even like kills me. But like, okay, whatever. Um. So then I just like, it took me like five attempts, dude, and it was like. God, it was, they are such trolls, man. There's, like, one claymore. So once you, like, finally, like, navigate... Because here's the thing. You can't shoot them, which was, like, my first instinct. Thank you, Call of Duty. But I was like, okay, you can't shoot them. I'd, like, what's the mechanic here? You know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out, like, how, how, do, you, how do you game this? But it seems like you have to just take the damage. <laughs> That's the mechanic. You literally have to 
like peek it. You can like I guess you can jiggle peek it because sometimes that would work. Um, because the range on them is actually pretty far because it, it, I guess it's an explosion that shoots out pellets, you know, in like a rectangular shape towards you. And so they fan out, but I brought, I brought like a grizzly, a bunch of cheese. I had armor on my armor got zero, dude. I had to like fix my arms a bunch of times, man. Like fix heavy bleeds. Like I used like, uh, I had like 400 left on my grizzly, man. Like it's, I don't understand the mechanic there like what's the design philosophy other than like fuck you <laughs> that just seems because literally there's one where you're going like you're you're on like the last 10 feet to the uh you know to the island part and i'm walking on the side and i like see the body and i'm like crouch walking because these guys are such trolls man they put the claymores up on top above you under the railing so that way, if your head's like oh. sticking up, you'll just get eat a claymore on your head. So I was like, okay, I got you. So I'm crouching. Sometimes they'll trip, but I don't. I'll take a little damage or just no damage. But then there's a dead body that's on the side, on the right side, next on like next to the shore, basically. But he's on like the concrete, and there's a claymore like right behind him. So if you like stood up where that body's at, you'll eat the you'll just die. But if you're if it blows up and you're behind the body, the body will just like absorb it essentially because the game that's how the game works. But finally made it to the island, dude. Got up there to the tower. I was so stoked, you know. I was like, okay, five attempts. Finally get to see what this is like. I can't wait to see the mechanics. You hit the button that says, "You do not have access to this." I was like, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? I was really bummed out about that because I was so hyped for that. I wanted to know. How it's gonna work, what items you could trade, but I don't really know what that mechanic is now. What what do you need a key? Do you need a power? Like, is there a power switch somewhere on the map? No, I don't know if anybody knows. Yeah, I I don't think anybody does know. So I I'm props to you for getting up there, right? I saw the deadly slob um pathway. I like heard through it, I heard about it from Nice Guy because he did it on stream or whatever. Again in offline mode and explored the tower and um I watched his video of him going up and down and, and stuff like that and like yeah, trying to get in. But yeah, nobody seems to know yet how you do it. He just ate the damage as well on the claymores. Kind, of, kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that, it's so weird. <laughs> I don't. Understand. I mean, I assume like I guess at some point, like hopefully, you'd think at some point you maybe you weren't supposed to get through. I don't know. Uh, it does seem like it's like a path is like kind of on purpose. No, I'm, the, I'm not really sure. I've, I feel like there is a path, but I don't. Yeah, anyways, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure. So, But I don't think anybody knows yet. And I don't know whether it's like a time-locked thing, like a time-gated thing for the community. I'm not really sure. Um, well, so we'll, we'll we'll just have to see. Like, nobody's been there yet. Nobody's got the card. Nobody knows what you need to do, which is... I, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And Nikita did confirm. He said, like, Lightkeeper is definitely in the game. So I think it's kind of cool that no one knows and then it's going to take us more than, you know, three days to find out i i like that i think that's all right I think that's that just okay. makes me worried man because well, i don't the, know well it's like uh, i would rather know if in the first hour if it's gonna be good or not because now it's like gonna be this big build-up and it could be a big build-up to nothing which is Maybe. more disappointment
Can you imagine if he like wasn't in or whatever, and there's just like buying time. He's he, no, he's in, guys. He's he's in the nah, game. You just nah, haven't nah. figured it out yet. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's <laughs> not the case. But can you imagine? It'd be funny. Yeah. Um. I mean, on that note, uh, I saw there was somebody who killed Zavarchi as well. It was like the first confirmed killer, Zavarchi. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Nice guy posted about that as well, which is pretty interesting. It does seem to hit your PMC karma. Uh, sorry, it's, your it's... your scav karma by like 0.5 or something. Um. But they're the. I mean, they're cultists. Like the the sectant, I think in the in the description, and he does indeed have an AXMC with a thermal on it, and it's filled with three three eight Lapua Magnum, which is pretty bonkers. But I don't know. No, but apparently he's there a hundred percent with two. Um, does, kind of like so does he? Or something. Like, is he aggro towards you? Uh, yeah. So that doesn't make any sense. Then why do you lose karma when you kill him if he's aggro towards you? I don't know. Okay, I give up. I am assuming that there must be something that you have to do to not have him shoot at you, to get across the bridge, etc., etc., etc. I don't know what that thing is, but I'm sure dancing through the claymores can't be the final mechanic. Like, there's going to be some flair or something, I imagine, that you know, maybe you have to find oh, okay. like, a certain pattern or something so that he doesn't shoot you down. I see what you're be. saying. It's got to be. Because I was thinking... Sorry, yeah, I, was, I was thinking you had to have Max Karma. You had to have Max Scav Karma because, and I guess that would like kind of make sense because that because that would kind of explain why you would lose Karma, and but then that wouldn't make I mean, sense maybe. because why would he not shoot at your PMC when you have Max Scav Karma? Like that doesn't make sense either. So I don't really understand. Anyways. Yeah, we don't really know what the deal is yet. So. Yeah, maybe it's flares or something else, but um, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, we do have a bunch of new high-end electronics that have been added to the mm-hmm. game as loose loot with no apparent use so far. And we know that the Lightkeeper is a trader of high-end electronics. So it feels like those electronic components are things that he's going to want to be able to trade for whatever the things that he gives you are. I don't. We don't know what that is yet. So there's... The mechanisms are there. We don't know exactly how to do it yet. I think it's a task line related thing. Um, I think was, we're just going to have to like work through the quests and get there eventually. I think we're going to be probably handheld over there in, in some fashion, but we're going to have to wait and see. No one seems to be there yet as far as I'm aware. And it's, yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm looking forward to it. I actually, I really don't mind it being a delay. I really don't. I don't mind it being on the delay at all because it gives us something to look forward to. And even if it's kind of rubbish, like, then I guess they can improve on it or whatever. But like, I don't know. Sure. I, I can't imagine it's going to be like, so long, so long as you can give him stuff and get stuff back, I don't think I really care. If you get there and it's just like, well, can I have one I electronic component and I'm going to give you 9 by 18 PSTM or whatever, I'd be like, that, that, will, that will be bad. But I don't think it'll be like that. I just can't imagine doing that in a live raid. Okay, so like, here's the thing. We don't know how the Sarachi mechanics work. Or at least it, it's not clear to us on if you're supposed to kill him. Like, are you supposed to just always eat that cost of killing him? Minus I don't think so. I wouldn't. Okay. I, I really can't imagine that you're supposed to. But I mean, I don't know. We Maybe. don't know, right? And so factor that in. Factor in you have to cross the bridge where previously, mm. you know, it's a easy easy target for sniping. Factor in that it seems like it's, I don't know, it's like... Maybe there is some like pixel perfect path that BFG like BSG perfectly crafted, but it seems like you have to eat 
the cost of the claymores blowing up, potentially taking damage. So mind you, people are going to hear that. They're going to instantly know what's happening. Uh, there's a guy with a thermal trying to snipe at you. And I have to bring loot to him to trade to him. So like I'm you know, I'm adding up the cost right now. It's like, dude, whatever's the pro <laughs> needs to be really good, man. Like I need like a tactical new kill streak or something. <laughs> like it's gotta be like insanely good because I just can't ever see and maybe it's just like a, a you know, a kappa thing, like an achievement for the champions to do, you know, like the the landmarks or whatever. I don't know. I just I I just can't see your average Joe being interested at all in anything over there. No, I, I agree. I agree. So we'll see. I think maybe for the time being, it might be just a high-end thing. And then it's like, oh, it's the test also for maybe putting the other ones in raid or whatever. We'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, it, yeah, still kind of up in the air. But I, I like the sense of kind of the community working towards it. I do. I, I yeah, do. that part's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I um, okay, so on that basis, I was just thinking like what's what's the sort of most logical thing next. So in terms of like community stuff and things that we've not seen before, I feel like this is along the same vein. Have you seen what's been going on in the hideout? I have. I think it's cool. <laughs> Dude, there's a freaking leaking wall in the hideout, <laughs> the damaged wall. And at the beginning, it was like, hmm, there's a wall with a swollen part. Hmm. Nothing too problematic, but we're going to have to deal with this at some point. And everyone's like, uh, what's this? And then like a day later or whatever, it's like, yeah, this, this thing's leaking water. Now you're going to have like negative hideout consequences. It's like slower leveling, like slower healing in the hideout, all sorts of stuff. And you can use a fabric to like mop it up. Yeah. Dude, it's gen- it's, I, I thought it was genuinely hilarious. And I like mopped it up because I had like a fleece fabric or whatever. I was just like, okay, let's mop it up. And it like decreases the debuffs so they're not quite as bad, but like they're still there. But I'm like, dude, what is this? Like so many people are speculating that, oh, we're going to like, eventually we're going to bust through and it's going to be the gym or something. But yeah. I'm not sure. Because I'm not it sure seems either. Pretty, it seems pretty suspect. There's like some horrible thing on the other side. I don't, I don't really, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I think it's really fun. It does seem to be like a total, like it's a community sort of story kind of thing that like develops together for all of us. And I'm, I'm here for it. I think, I think that kind of stuff's really fun because everyone's like speculating about what it might be. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, lo- I love that stuff. This is, this is really good. This is whatever it ends up being. Like the fact that it's kind of just mixing it up and people are like, I just don't know. Like it adds that element of, we're progressing through mystery, some kind of intrigue. Yeah, some mystery. Yeah, it's an intriguing mystery. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really there for that. I'm really there for that. I think it's so good. I think it's so good. I just, I want to see what happens next. Like, <laughs> it's freaking walls leaking in the hideout, dude. Like, what, <laughs> what are we gonna do? What do you think of the mechanic itself? The, the, it's almost like a, a daily that if you don't complete. Well, we I can't we can't say for sure because what's day three of the wipe? Mm, we, yeah. But if it's like reoccurring every twenty four hours, you know, you gotta come in and mop your head out again. And if you don't you know, the sooner you mop it, the less penalties you'll you'll receive. You know, it's kinda like a daily task in a way for your head out. Like, what do you think about that? I I genuinely think it's kind of kind of interesting mm-hmm. because that took you you're just like, oh, you like go on holiday for two weeks, you come back and like the water's leaked all over your Bitcoin farm, everything's <laughs> broken. Now, it, it, <laughs> your hideout's just flooded, everything's yeah, just completely <laughs> flooded, you can't even get in. Oh, that'd be um, awful, yeah. It, it feels to me like a, a sort of intriguing and tentative way to start adding in some 
ongoing like penalty costs to the hideout like if, if we're talking like pure mechanics you know where you have to actually do some maintenance because i think that's some of the problem with the hideout it's the, an extension of the stash system where it's perfectly safe there's nothing problematic ever happens and once other than fuel once you've upgraded something it never breaks never wears it works for all right. eternity and i just have always felt that higher levels of the hideout should come with more and more maintenance mm -hmm. style problems but how to do that in a way that's not just like go find a screw you know <laughs> i think this might be the their way of doing that so it's it's a way of giving more kind of like maybe not even just money sinks but it's like money sink in the broadest sense like resource sink time sink like you have to right. go fix it you have to go find it's something a... to do something to fix it yeah it's a thing to do yeah it's um, a thing to, to do it's what you have kind of an indirect money sink because if you don't find the thing you know you're like wasting time i guess i guess you could just put the thing in your container um so you as long as you find it so you just have, it's just kind of a time sink then you might just be able to buy it from the flea whatever it is yeah it's an interesting concept though because it would i, I think it would be more interesting if you had to like because i was going to argue that oh you could it's a money sink because it's or it's an indirect money sink because the time you spent finding and, and not successfully extracting it's going to cost you on the rubles, but then I just like, oh, wait, you can just hatch it run until you find it. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like adding that, adding finding raids as a requirement for that doesn't feel necessarily that great, but I wouldn't put it past them. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know where they're going to take it really, but there's, yeah, it could be, it could be cool. It could be interesting because of that, that maintenance thing. Like, I, I've always thought that if you're running like Bitcoin 3, I mean, either the, the fact that you run the same no amount of fuel for n n right. any number of modules in the hideout never really made sense, right? Like, Bitcoin 3 should be like, way more power hungry for a start. Um, well, that's just why like, there's things like that power. that can be improved. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's a requirement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, things like that, I think, would make a good addition and it would sort of keep players like the, the PvP Chad guys are not going to care about this stuff. Right. But the players who are kind of like regular endgamey guys who enjoy the hideout um like me and the other other people at airing them and those guys will appreciate the mechanic i think and then have to kind of like work harder for it so that you're not just sat there at the end of the white with like billions and billions of like you have to actually think about things a little bit it's like do i want yeah. to and again it always comes down to choices right it's like do i want to run my bitcoin farm like at a hundred percent because it'll either do this or that would do be that cool if it like scaled like, with your fuel because yeah. then you would have to like spend like you had a plan to like get a, acquire mm. a bunch of fuel and then you could just like run everything at a hundred percent capacity. Yeah, can you imagine it's like you if you run it at fifty percent, it uses like one fuel an hour. If you run right. it at a hundred percent, it uses like four fuel an hour or yeah. something. It's like it's like almost exponential, like yeah. exponentially harder to keep the max hideout going, you know? That'd That's kind of really the way cool. that I've always thought about it. Yeah. So like you you can run it at max, but you're gonna have to work like extra hard right. to make it function. <laughs> I mean, that's like you can most of that just boils down to money so i'm intrigued to see what they're what they're doing with this um because it could be kind of cool they're, they're coming at it from a, a quite fun angle already so i'm intrigued to see um someone's just posting chat as well about like anyone seeing the new shooting range as well which is good because i'd kind of forgotten about that but he showed it on it was like they did this random talk off tv and um i was like streaming at the time i think it was in the middle of the community drops and stuff and i was like i watched it for a bit but it was just america playing streets and i was like uh, I just I don't want to just like sit here and watch that. Right. Like I'll I'll see the highlights later. And uh, but they did show off like the new street. The, uh, sorry, not streets. Streets on the brain. 
the new shooting range. Mm -hmm. So I think there's now two more levels, but it's pretty cool, right? There's like there's like targets that like pop up and you can shoot, you shoot, and there's like different like time trials and things. Like it seems it seems pretty awesome. I like it. Like moving targets. Well good. It sounds cool. I saw on Pestilly stream I got like like there's a lot more depth. Like it's really deep down there. Um Does it go further now? Yeah. Like, like it's it's funny because like one side of your hideout's like short, and then the other side is like a really long, long corridor. It's, uh, it's funny. Yeah, that is funny. That's going to make it a real pain in the ass though. If you want to do, like, I guess you're going to have to go to offline raids now because um, you, before I just like run to the end and then look at the recall pattern. But because if you turn too far, it puts your gun away, right? You can't turn like yeah, completely no. 90 degrees. Yeah. So running to the end, you have to like go all the way down to the end to just like do the shooting. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. But I think that is nice because people have asked for that for a little bit. And yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Um, especially if it's got that extra length because yeah, it's, it's very short right now. I meant to ask you, um, mm. I saw that you were on BSG's show. Thank oh, you. Yeah. On White Day. Was it White Day? Or was yes. It yeah, what was that about? It was on Wipe Day, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't really know. They, <laughs> they, they came, like, I was, I was putting together the patch notes video. Yeah. Um, and then one of the community managers was just like, hey, would you like to be on the BSG channel for a bit, like, talking with, uh, like, there's be two emissaries and two guests. So I was like, okay. And they're like, yeah, we'll, okay, we'll be on in half an hour. I was like, oh, all right. This is like, yeah, join the Zoom. <laughs> like, Okay, <laughs> and then like, and then Erwin popped up, and I was just like, "Oh, hello, Erwin." <laughs> oh, that's was, cool. Um, yeah, it was very last minute, but um, no, it was fun. I was just like, you know, I'm I'm here, like making my video, or whatever. So yeah, let's just do it. Um, so we just kind of like did some of the preamble before while we were waiting for the the patch to drop. So yeah, I, d I knew nothing about it until like literally thirty minutes before the the thing. So it was a nice surprise. I, I don't know how many people they went to. If it was just like, we'll just go through a random list, and whoever responds first can be on. So I was just like, me, me, yes, yes, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Hello. <laughs> what What did you like, guys talk you... about? Uh, we talked about the. We talked. They, they wanted to talk about the. Like, Lord was this live? Bit. It was live. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was live. So it was, it was me, Ewing, and uh, Iron Fist and Philbo. Okay. And yeah, yeah. Those guys briefed us a little bit before, but they said they wanted to talk a bit about the law because. Streets came with like that whole block of text at the yeah. beginning. And I'd kind of like skim read it, but like I knew most of that stuff. And me and Erwin, I know enough about the law to just kind of like have talk about various things about what may or may not be with, with Terra Group and, and USEC and Bear and blah, blah, blah. So we talked about that a bit and then um, just like went through different bits of the patch really and partly about how, you know, you'd approach a new map kind of thing. Um, because yeah, I mean, it's like for me, it's kind of, I like my directionality is not very good, so I was just like, I'm the best person to talk about learning a new map because I find it so hard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was fun. It was fun. So we just kind of like, I guess, filled the time. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just doing because they were just doing community videos before that. It was like Junker stuff or Thirty X or General. They had General Sam on for a while, so I think it was just another little segment to keep people entertained. But I was like, you know, when are we going to get the opportunity to talk to like ten thousand people on Twitch? Like it's. Uh, pretty pretty nutty it was quite funny actually to have like twitch chat open and people just being like who are these people you know it's like so many of the tarkov community that like only a portion of it is on youtube only a portion of it has ever seen my stuff like it's just it's it's, it's funny you know it's just yep. a, a good reminder that the the community is like much broader than just the content creator space the youtube space whatever sometimes it's easy to forget especially when you're so integrated with like twitter and youtube and all yep. the videos people are making and the progression there 
um, and, and Reddit or whatever, but these communities are kind of like loosely connected and there's people in the middle who are sort of in know all of it, but um, no, it was funny. It was good though. It was a good opportunity. I'm appreciative that they wanted to put me on there. It's cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. So what else? I mean, I guess it's just like other random stuff. I found one of the underpowered grenade launchers in Raid with a minus 35 oh, ergo. my God. That reminds me of another video you posted with the, uh, the... Was it you that posted the stats or was it someone else? I can't... Someone had a video and it had to have been you. I mean, I was like, this I is a classic video, Giga Beef yeah. thing. Like, because <laughs> I saw I it. it. I saw the, the, the stars align. I was like, oh my God, you could put the underbarrel grenade launcher that reduces recoil. Then you could put the PSO night vision scope that also reduces recoil with the can side. You could just have like the ultimate hip fire build with like minimal recoil of all these like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's like, it's going to be the best thing ever. You're going to have the, the minimum hip fire build uh, with a grenade launcher on it. It's true. It's going to be sick. It's going to be so good. So you'll be like, and the thing's going to weigh about 20 kilos and it's going to be absolutely glorious. It's funny, man. I know, because mm -hmm. you're going to get, so it's 8% it's recoil reduction on the underbarrel. So the opportunity cost you lose is the RK2 with four. Or five, oh, that's right. Four. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, so the handguns, yeah. so the, the four grip you do lose. So, but, so it's on balance like a swing of four. But, but that's a big deal, right? That's well, a big deal. Because well, I was pointing out, you know, the, the lowest recoil, actually, I think, I'm not sure actually if I went and, and, did that specifically. I, I sort of like alluded to it and mentioned, but I don't think I actually specifically went through. I'll, I'll, I'll find it here because I've got, I can't remember what the lowest, because I can't, I can't do it anymore because we don't have the, um, uh, we don't have the, all the parts because I don't have the fleet yet. So I've not been able to unlock all the parts yet. So I'm going to go and have a look what the lowest recall AKMN build was last wipe. Uh, what was it? Lowest recall AKMN. So it used to be, 37 right that was with the and that was with the rk2 now this is assuming that the handguard splits in two and allows you to um, mount an under barrel i don't know if that's true so you you may also lose more by not having the meta handguard that could be the case but the the akmn is 188 recoil as a base so if you do get another four percent recoil that takes it down by another eight so your vertical recoil is going to be 29 jesus which is pretty mental. And you're still going to be able to use the cam. AKM? AKMN, yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's really Last low. Point, lowest recoil AKMN was 37 with the night scope on. And you're telling me this would be 29. This is going to be 29 if... If you can do guard, the meta hangar. Yeah. yeah. If you can do that. And maybe you won't be able to attach yeah, the suppressor. You may I don't not, know. Yeah, there's some questions there. But even still, that's... There, there yeah. could be an interesting build. Let's just say that. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there could definitely be an interesting build. And then there's one for actually, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd have to find that. I haven't seen it, but there's the underbarrel for the AR15 platform right. as well, which is looks similar. I think the Ergo is even worse. Like the Ergo on the AK, I don't think I said it's minus 35, and I think the one for the AR15s is like minus 40 or something. Absolutely appalling. So they're both zero. <laughs> yeah, it's they're just zero builds. I oh, hear yeah. it is. M203 40 mil underbar grenade launcher minus 41 ergo minus 10 recoil. Mm. So we shall see. We shall see. 
fun, fun. So yeah, your meta, your meta yeah, builds gonna might, be back, boys. But it could, it could be different. Take the it would have oh. thought it would have been the underbarrel actually being used, but just the actual. <laughs> oh yeah. god, I can't wait to see what three months the game's gonna look like. It's gonna be great. I know. It's gonna be noob tubes all over the place. I was. Hoping well, I don't even think that... they're gonna be using them. I think I think they're probably gonna be too expensive to run. I yeah, think they probably, probably try to like avoid that catastrophe. So, I th but I think people are gonna use the parts to <laughs> for the recoil reduction. Oh yes, you don't even have an aid in it. You just like yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll see. I w I'm on the Jesse train on this one in that I really want them to put in, or they should have just put in like loads more utility nades, like have smoke nades and like loads of other stuff. You know, yeah, that would be cool. Smoke. That'd have been awesome because then I would have actually and make them like really cheap. So it would have been a reason to use them in like in the utility format. And I think people would use it like having an underbarrel with a smoke on it would actually be kind of better than bringing smoke grenades in some ways. I don't know because you can just go doink and just fire it off, right? It's like way more user friendly than like doing a pull the grenade and have to key bind it with the thing and then throw it and get it in the right place and blah blah blah. Um, so I I hope that there's going to be more utility and that that's the it doesn't seem to be the, the focus for them in terms of how grenade launchers work. Yeah, and I and I wish it was. I actually do wish it was. Yeah, so we're gonna see. And then the orc. Have you did you play with the orc? So anybody needs to get their Christmas gift from the profile. You go go to your profile on the website and you can click the Christmas gift and you get an org, you get a 42 rounder, you get a bunch of 30 rounders, and you get a load of 855. Have you played with it? I did not. I watched a video on it. <laughs> it's very odd. They did they did recently change it, so it's not as odd, but at least from what I saw, I had to pull it up again, but yeah. Um, cause... Basically, it pulls to the right <laughs> yeah. quite dramatically. Well, <laughs> I'll give a points for creativity on this one, okay? Because it is unique, right? But it, wa it was essentially um, the worst <laughs> of everything. Because yeah. how they had it set up was... Well, not vertical recoil, though. In fact. Well, it could. It could. You basically had a chance to go 90 degrees up or 45 degrees to the right, anywhere within that range, which means that you could potentially go perfectly diagonal to, what is that, in between 90 and 45. That's a, that's a decimal point, right? It's got to be like... Horrible angle. Yeah. Something, I don't know. What would that be? Um, because 45 would be 35. Six, no, it'd be another 45. So, what's half of 45? 22.5. So, 22.5 plus 45, uh, 67 and a half, yeah. just as I said, and I didn't totally steal from you. So, <laughs> you could go from you could go anywhere in between, and if you full autoed it, it would just literally like it could randomly bounce straight up all the way to the right, and then all the way diagonal, like anywhere from that range. So, it was basically impossible to predict anything it's like someone took the regular gun recoil and just <laughs> axied it to the right uh yeah it was such a meme gun like i think the i think the idea was cool like let's have a gun that goes in one direction but they had it too wide which now they've narrowed it if i'm not mistaken like let's see i have to pull it up okay yeah so it's now okay yeah so now it goes it's uh how do you say this its angle is no longer right-sided it's vertical so it goes well, they up. took it away completely yeah 
They this is like just today they patched it. Oh, interesting. They took the right side and it's completely away. Uh, yes, but ha- but however, it now has a um <laughs> forty five degree variance left or right. So now it just can go yeah. completely sideways. Okay, so it, so it had that before. Well, that sorry, was... sorry. I should say completely sideways. Forty degree. That would be ninety degrees. You need the ninety degrees of variance. It can go completely. It's a. It's the most exaggerated V we've seen so thus far. I don't think any other gun has a forty five. Maybe the vector, the forty five vector. Uh, not even the forty five vector. Is that forty? Um. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, it is forty. It is forty five. The, the yep. So it's, yeah, it's that, on the same, on par with that with left and right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the thing. It was. It's as you were saying, right? If you've got the vertical recoil tilted over, and you also have exaggerated horizontal recoil, which, I mean, you can feel that, right? If you just go into the factory and you just fire it, you can see the actual recoil is, like, quite flat. The vertical recoil, like, you compare it to an MDR, it's, like, pretty flat, but it goes... Mm-hmm. The horizontal is, like, awful. But because you've got the tilt in there as well, it's, like, previously, <laughs> it's, like, okay, well, here's my horizontal recoil, fine. It's going to be in this in this area, so I just have to, like, just kind of try and control it and keep it on target. Here's my vertical recoil, so I have to pull it down and do the PMC thing. But now... The horizontal recoil, like my my vertical recoil, has a horizontal component to it. So now it's a simultaneous equation where like not all the variables are like unentangleable. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> because like my, now my vertical recoil is now part of the horizontal recoil. That the horizontal recoil is already awful on its own. So now it's just terrible. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I don't know. That's that's. Mm, mm. Uh, yeah, the horizontal recoil thing. It is pretty. It is pretty harsh. It makes it feel more like an SMG again, though. That'll, that'll make it feel more like the MCX, I think, in some ways, but without... Yeah, I, again, I, I see the cons, BSG, but I don't see the pros. You know, I just... It's the same price as the G36, so I've been told. And the G36 shoots faster, if I'm not mistaken. And it has better, better recoil now it doesn't have as good ergo so i guess you could argue that's that's the upside and it doesn't have as good return to center so i yeah, guess you could argue the, that's the upside but that's the thing the auto control on the org makes it makes the thing top out really quickly and it makes it really really flat it's as good as the mutants so yeah it's, it's exactly it's like, it's like 60 recoil with a really good auto control so the spread pattern is like really low but that's the thing it's like it's more of a big circle then i guess now so it, it, it will only go more, a little bit up, yeah. but it's going to go all over the place sideways while it does that, you know? Which I just, I don't know, Dean. That seems, maybe it's, we'll have to try it. We'll try it and see. Right. I, I kind of wish I did get to try the OG version because it looks so, like, so bizarre a world. Like, there's nothing like this in the game. And it was, it was kind of neat for that reason, but it was just like absolute garbage i couldn't even like imagine trying to like someone's running that's your worst nightmare he's like running in a direction <laughs> a moving target your worst it. nightmare yeah yeah i died on streets with with my g with my um org mm-hmm. that was the one where i got lower naped by bp on my fourth raid in b 762 bp dude yeah i was like I believe are you it. kidding me yeah it was annoying i think someone just found a 103 in a box <laughs> most likely yeah that's probably it actually yeah, but um, which was kind of frustrating. But yeah, I used it and died there, and I killed. Then I killed someone with one later, but then died to a scarf, so I didn't get to take it out. What do you so, think yeah, are the odds that they did some economical changes to like the BP, the mutants, etc.? I mean, I'm feeling 
now I'm feeling very pessimistic about it and thinking like that they You're just welcome. didn't do anything to do that. Yeah, well, it's because I was also bummed they didn't change the recoil. Yeah. And we haven't really even talked about this yet, but I was also, I mean, we mentioned it, but I was also really bummed that they didn't change any of the starter quests. No quests on streets when we turned up. Still delivery from the, like all the stuff, I said it in my video, but it's just like nothing changed at the start. Like apparently Gunsmith 4 is different. Okay, great. So it's like, yeah. Why didn't they change the order? They said they were going to change the order. Like, all it would have taken for me to at least be like, okay, maybe they tried, would for them to have said, the very first quest is extract on streets. That's it. And you can't do anything until you do that. That would have been pretty cool, but maybe they and had it was a... easy as well. It was like, you yeah, just I extract, know. literally. And we, even with the run through, like, it doesn't matter. Just extract. Just, yeah. just change it up, you know? Maybe they, they had a good reason. <laughs> maybe they were worried people's machines maybe. could run it. Don't put everyone on streets first. No. Yeah. Or maybe there's an issue with like putting all everyone on yeah, one map. Yeah, maybe that, that's probably the bigger issue. The thing is, I I speculated about this. I was like, surely the, the the server architecture that they have doesn't isn't like map dependent, right? They don't have like no servers are for customs, twenty percent of servers are for reserves. So it shouldn't matter that everyone's on streets to begin with. Surely. But I would speculate that. Streets probably puts more network strain on everybody. Well, I guess I don't know about it. Probably puts more strain on the server. I would think because why are people rubber? Why is people rubber banding so much? And the only only explanation I could think of is there's 15 player entities plus the P scabs loading at the start array plus the scabs already there. You know, just, I don't know, man. I'm not a networking guy. Someone yeah, way know. more. But anyways. But anyways, I, I just wish they'd have changed it up, right? It's like the old, like, I, I, I just, I didn't want identify everything, I know. go on words, get yeah. Jaeger. To, I didn't I want that, that to work. Even though it's easy. And I was like, okay, I've unlocked Jaeger. I didn't want that to work this time. <laughs> you don't, you mean you and don't like doing the same quest for the 13th time in a row, dude? Apparently not, no. Apparently not. But yeah, when I did that, had shortage, right. had debut had supplier and had gunsmith part one i was like this looks the same yeah there's nothing different but i think there's some stuff later on there's maybe there's a very they, meme. i was gonna say maybe they, by early they met like level 15 or something you know maybe maybe but the first quest is so impactful it's what people you know it's the first impression right. when you patch but anyway there's a very like meme quest which i can't remember what it's called but it's basically just like it's some weird quest, like you have to get like it's like Jaeger's spicy sausage or something. You have to get like some <laughs> sausage for Jaeger. I was just like, what is what? What even is? It's, it's quite funny. I've heard lots of people talking about it, which is quite funny. But um, I think there are some later. Apparently, there are some streets quests too, but they just come a bit later on. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm looking forward to that to have a reason to play streets because it's like we talked about before. <laughs> kind of hard to want to go on streets when there's like I can't do anything on streets other than loot and extract, and it's incredibly hard to extract because. Everything's so open, and um, I mean, I did. Ma I did finally manage to get a card. It's like I had to like crawl along the map earlier. I, I did. A, I did a street trade actually just before coming on Scav Talk, and it took probably thirty minutes to go from. Con I started in construction, went to Concordia, and then crawled around the edge of the map to get to the extract. And fortunately, the courtyard one was open because that's like a, the one that's not always open. It's like a green smoke extract. But man, it was hard. I mean, you, I just had to like walk like 50 meters along the open street, 
because there's no there's literally no other way to go so they get down to the theater and there's like scouts in the center there was like two player scouts running around together and i was like proper's like sneaking it like metal gear i was like i'm not gonna shoot these guys you know i'm just gonna wait and leave them because i one of them had a helmet i was like i've only got i had a vpo with the pillard scope and eko rounds and i was like if i shoot that guy with the helmet on and he doesn't die yeah it's gonna get really (laughs) awkward really fast and they were quite far away but the problem is like where i was like i mean i can't even really explain it properly now but it's, it's just like a big open street um, but it's the bit, there's like a, a sort of big vegetate, like grass area in the center. And that's where all the scavs were. These dudes were running along my strip of like the actual paving area. And there's a paving area on both sides. It's like, there's the bit that runs up to the cin- like theater area. Yeah. And the rough area. Yeah. And I was like, if I shoot this guy and I like, if I don't just go bang, rack, bang and kill both of them. Right. And all like for, all the AI scavs are also going to be coming after me. Like, where am I going to go? The only way I can do it is to go back all the way along, try and get down the other side of the street and all the way back round again. I'm like, that flank is awful, equally as bad as this one. It's just like not this one, but I'm going to have to backpedal probably. And it's going to take me 15 minutes to just get around to where I am now, but on the other side of the street, because I'm going to have to cross like another. And it's like, it's, it's just so open. It's like, I got to cross this whole open street. Like, dude, I, I navigated across half of the map using the underground car park in Concordia. That was the only way that I could actually get through that bit. Um, which was actually pretty good. So you can go like down one side of Concordia and out the other using the underground car park. And that feels pretty safe. But honestly, navigating around the map is just like, just, it's just crazy. But um, yeah, so I managed to extract then, which was good. And I did the, the very, very first raid that I did was also streets. And we like met a friend. We like were looting stuff. We were trying to figure out where the extracts were. He got buckshotted in the head by a scav. Ooh. So he died, and then we were like trying to find things, and then somebody posted like a video that had been like uploaded to YouTube like seven minutes previous, <laughs> showing like where extraction zone was, and I was like, oh, maybe I can like triangulate where we are. We like managed to get out like while it was dusk with like six minutes left. I was like, yeah, we like the very first like it couldn't have gone worse, honestly. After that, like the very first raid of the day of day one went like so well. We got like I got to like level three in like one raid because it was like got, like three thousand XP killed like, yeah, you got, like six scavs. Forty three minutes. Yeah I, yeah, I finished like the debut scav bit literally on that very first raid yeah. um, and killed pmc as well i was like man this is this is sick this is so good i think what happened like the second raid that i did i went woods because then i had you know i had level two whatever because i had that anyway but i was like well let's go streets first let's just try it the first raid you have to we have to try streets went woods oh and this is what i this is what i want to talk about with the audio earlier i forgot but we'll i will mention it incidentally here so airdrop came over i was oh. like what is that? is that is that an airdrop no audio whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, huh, if there's no audio for me, I'm pretty sure there's going to be no audio for anyone else. Like, no one's going to even know that this thing landed. And I was quite near the edge of the map. I was kind of over by, um, it was the regular UN roadblock. And I was like, it's right in the corner. Like, no one's going to be here. So I just ran over to the airdrop, just looted the whole thing. I had like an MPX. I had um, like a whole bunch I'm of sorry. stuff. I'm like, sorry. things. Out of <laughs> you there. got so unlucky. <laughs> you got the worst gun in the game. <laughs> I was like, all I had was an M9 though, so I was like, okay, this is maybe yeah. okay. Um, so I haul all of this stuff over, like get Jaeger's letter, like leave out of outskirts, and chat's just like, like you're basically the only person playing Tarkov right now. Because I was in that raid for probably 35 minutes or something, like 30, 35 minutes, and about 20 minutes in, like the whole server system went down. It was like when nobody could play oh. for like an hour and a half or two hours. Yeah, everyone yeah, was just like, that. dude, you're like the only one in in game. Like everyone else is in, like just sat just looking at the black screen. 
And I was like, well, this is why I said everyone should just be in raid all the time because, you know, it was part of my video. Didn't you watch the video? You know, you should just be in raid because the worst part is the login server and you're going to get kicked out. And if you're in raid, it's fine. So I like, ate my words quite swiftly because obviously I got to the extract and left. There was just nowhere for the info to go. So I got no. black screen. I just got black screen. And I was like, well, it's probably going to be okay because normally when, it, when you extract and it's all broken or whatever, when you come back, you usually just have all your stuff on your PMC finally logged back in but like you know it was an hour right they had to like bring the servers back up and stuff get back in complete rollback as if i'd never played so i had to do jaeger again lost everything out of the airdrop um and from that point from that point things just started going to shit it was it was after that point it was just like i think i don't know maybe there's something psychological about losing that raid like there's a raid number two that was so good yeah yeah and it just kind of like just sort of put me off. Could and be. then I had like a couple of bad PvP fights where I got unlucky and just got like instantly headshot like three times in a row or something. And then it was just kind of a down downward spiral. I'm not sure. But yeah, the street trades I've had so far have not been too bad. Like other than getting like pinned on the street and just like not knowing the map well enough and just getting caught and stuck, like just with nowhere to go. I think that's being a big play to too. Somebody. Yeah, just, just being forced to fight somebody who's behind cover, like in the middle of the street. With literally nowhere to to travel to. Well, Other than that, like it's been okay. Even the buildings, like there was a building I went into, and then you know I was exploring, and it's not a big building, but you know it's a building. And then I realized, oh shit, there's literally one way in, one way out. If someone saw me go in here, I'm and they know that information that it's the one way in, one way out. I'm absolutely fucked here. Like this is an awful building. I do not ever want to go in here. <laughs> so I, I figured that out real quick. But I thought that was really like I was like really. One way in, one way out. Like I can't like jump out a window. Yeah. There's not like a like I don't know, but yeah, there's um. It took me ages to pick because the, the door, the very first streets raid, the very first raid, it took me like it was like an escape room. Like me and chat like trying to figure out how to get out of this room. And there was one door which is like it was a door that we've never seen in Tarkov before. And I don't know whether the I'm not sure. I, I think maybe I went over to it and it, like it didn't trigger or something. And I was just like guys, how do I get out of this freaking room? And it wasn't, it wasn't very big. There was like quite a lot of loot in there. And so I was looting all the stuff and I was just looking around and I was like, okay, well, I can't jump out of here. Can't I think where you spawn, there's like oh. a red duffel bag at your feet. I think so, yeah. And it's kind of like a yellow lit room in the sense, the lighting. I think so. Yeah. There's like two rooms, there's like a, a slightly bigger yeah. room, just like a shop front and then there's a back room. I think yeah. I did yeah. yeah. And I was like, how do right. I get out? This place is tiny. I was like, is this bugged? And then it turns out that like the gray panel door, which is like n not a door we've ever seen, yeah, was the way out. I was like, this is just this is just so like so weird. Um, changing topic completely. Did you see any of the arena leaks? The pictures I did. That to put from arena. What are you What are you thinking? What do you think? It It looks like a a free to play game from the 2010s. I love it, dude. You got like the simple start option settings on the left, and you got like the character usually it's a female character with giant boobs and like scantily clothes holding an m4 <laughs> but this is you know it's I, I like it it looks it looks i don't know it, it, it looks interesting i really was intrigued by the uh the loadout screen with like the currency and and stuff i mean yeah i'm, I'm, I'm not excited yeah. for the gameplay but i mean it's it's it, it could be interesting yeah we're gonna have to see i mean it doesn't it doesn't tell us enough yet yeah to... yeah as to what, but you know, we can see the three locations on the map and it's going to be this whole standalone game. So I'm hoping that it'll feel a bit more polished because I'm just, I'm just hoping that this is kind of like, I know it's not Tarkov again, but it's almost like Tarkov 2 because they've well. <laughs> been allowed to build it from the ground up with like learning all the, the harsh lessons that they've learned themselves. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, fundamentally, it's all going to come down to the network. 
and the audio and that kind of thing. But I'm hoping that because they were allowed to start again with this, then it's going to be a much cleaner build from the first off. And it's a much smaller scoped game too, right? It's way smaller in scale. Yeah. So they can like really they can like hyper focus on those things in particular. We'll, we'll see. Know. But it looks cool. I like the I like the look of the menus. I like the look yeah. of the different classes. I think it'd be kind of fun. It looks I mean it's very team orientated, which is kind of interesting. I don't know, they just can be like thrown into random teams. I guess I guess we like playing like solo queue, you know, CS or whatever. So yeah, I don't know. I've, I've always used to think Arena was going to be like a map within Tarkov. Um, I don't know if that was like, you know, I, something I planted in, in my head or something that was said at one point, but I guess... I, anyways, to fast track the my story, I just kind of feel like it's a bit like Tarkov asset flipping in a way. But yeah. uh, again, it as is, you... Yeah, it is. I mean, it is, and it kind of has to be, um, but it's not as extreme as Overwatch 2, but I don't know. It's just... We'll see. Honestly, I could, like, probably tolerate the, like, you know, inconsistent audio and even, like, not great network. Like, if we got the same networking, it would suck, but if the recall is the same, Giga, it's just, like, I, don't, I can't see myself playing it. Like, like a little bit, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be yeah. anything that I'm going to be super stoked for because I'm already not super stoked for Tarkov without RPG, you know, mechanics, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. But screenshots well, yeah. looked really cool. The the, the UI cool. I, and everything looked. I thought it looked cool. It looked interesting. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder whether they're going to have the scope to change the recoil away from the base game i don't know if that's even would, an would, option yeah which is like the other thing is like would you even like i feel like the arena crowd may prefer either no inertia or inertia light you know but is that even like on bsg's like agenda you know what i mean i just i don't even know yeah. i don't know no clue what yeah what to expect from that yeah it's gonna it's definitely gonna be interesting but i think they said that it's gonna be testing soon like he was nearly gonna show us a trailer but it wasn't like a teaser but it w is not quite ready enough for him to do that so it sounds like it's pretty pretty close to being tested which is exciting at least and then we'll get to see what it's like mm -hmm. yeah i'm looking forward to giving it a try looking forward to giving it a try it'll just be good to get more practice in just pvp without and I hope you can just do like random kits. That there's a throwaway mode. I did actually see that there's so there's ranked and unranked on there, which I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like if you I'm just want to like that. sweat it out. Yeah, if you just want to sweat it out and play ranked, that's fine. But if you just want to play unranked and chill, yep. then that's also that's also okay. I think that's that's good. Like I, yep. I can't imagine myself playing like a ton of ranked and getting like super yep. high up the levels. Or well, who knows? Maybe I'll get hooked. I don't know. But I can see myself playing un unranked in like off time or. You know, sure. You're just having like a bad time in normal Tarkov, and you're just like, okay, let's just play some arena. We'll just like yeah. chill out, play with some different builds, you know, just have a go with some some stuff. So yeah, we'll see. We will see. All right, I got one last quick thing. Yeah, and I promise it's not a trick question, but why should I play this wipe, Giga? I want you to convince me. It's all on your shoulders, Giga. Convince me to play this wipe too. Is this wipe is the first wipe that we've actually had? proper community-driven exploration of features of the game, like with the hideout wall, the wet wall, Church. The wet You've got wall. to play for the wet wall. <laughs> okay. 
You've got to uh, find out what happens with the wet wall <laughs> and the light keeper, of course. But the wet wall is much more important. Wet wall, dude. That's a, that's a tongue twist right there. I, I really want... I wanted them to do this kind of... Th- I didn't like the wet wall, obviously, I didn't predict, but I wanted them to do this kind of thing where the community's all in it together get, yeah, at the same yeah. time to do something overarching that's we're exploring some kind of like secret or there's something coming. I don't know. I, I want them to do more of this stuff. And this is the first work that they've really done that. Well, they've done it before cool. a little bit too. I just can't think of off the top of my head. There's been stuff like that in the past. You probably know. They did. They did I mean, they did the Lightkeeper money thing, but that was such a... Lock yeah, 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 yeah. Him. But that yeah. was cool, you know. But it was, yeah, and like it was the Halloween cool. event where the moon came over that one time. Yeah, that they did, which was fun. But um, someone in chat said, "Lightkeepers in the wall," which <laughs> <It just> really <laughs> tickled me. <laughs> uh, Lightkeepers just like you know, just peeing on the outside of the hideout. <laughs> he knows you're in there. <laughs> Mop up Lightkeepers' well, urine see- with your fleece. That was the other thing I saw was somewhere on streets, there's a hole in the wall and it looks like similar level detail to the hideout. And I think there was like a, a door that resembles like the great door. Like, I don't know. Some people were kind of like speculating that that's like, you know, future. That's how you get to your hideout. But I don't know. Yeah, so you got you got to play you got to play for Lightkeeper taking a leak in your hideout church. That's what you got to play for. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good reason, dude. Play. Yeah. Try try the FSR thing. Like try and try and get your FPS to to make sense and uh, try and like learn a bit of streets and get around the positioning thing. I'm sure I'm sure you'll enjoy it once you get the FPS into a sensible place and hopefully they do a bit of a hot fix or whatever. But I don't know. We got got to play the streets. You got to play the streets patch. You have to. You have uh, to. I mean, I'm I'm on the play a little bit. Talking to you today, I like I kind of want to play, but I just I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes, man. It it's really just gonna come down to like me not having bad experiences, and streets seems to like be the most possible place I can have the most bad bad experiences. So we probably like that was my plan as I was gonna only play streets, but I just don't really see myself doing that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you can fix the technical stuff, then it'll make it easier. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a look at it. Maybe I'll I'll see about twi- uh, tweeting towards um Chippewa about the DLSR and the FS because he mentioned something about FSR. So you could maybe use FSR plus DLSR to do some crazy witchcraft. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, he's a hardware wizard. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. Cool. All right. Oh yes. Well, very one last final thing. Sure. Um, although I guess this may be too late actually for, yeah, this is going to be too late for most people when this goes out, but anyway, whatever, like drops are ongoing at the moment. I'm going to have drops on my channel. The first drops are going to be tomorrow, um, on the 31st from 1 PM UK time. Like everyone's the same drops for everybody. So the usual afternoon slot for me. And then I'm actually, this one will be relevant. I'm going to have them again on the fourth, but I've got to start at one in the morning and go until 1 PM because they gave me the other slot for the fourth, which is hilarious. So I'm going to go to sleep early and then wake up at like midnight or something and then just like stream from then dude i don't know why anyway come come on the fourth if you if you missed it if you missed the 31st already come on the fourth and see me in the middle of the night i'll be streaming for 12 hours and it'll be funny <laughs> good stuff all right well with that i think we'll wrap it up here everyone thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll catch you all next week later